This podcast is brought to you by executive producers, Torn Raptor and Top. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 168 of the Xbox Hero Podcast. I'm Sika Mechanico, and as usual, I'm joined by Special Nick. What's going on? Welcome. Now, here's, here's an interesting factoid for you, Nick. 100 yeah. episodes ago today, yeah. we had Thomas Sala on, this really cool guy who Did made we? a game called The Falconeer, which was a launch title for the Xbox Series X. And 100 episodes later, he's back. Hi, Thomas. Nice to see you. Hi. Thanks for having me. 100. Bloody 100, exactly. Yeah. You were on episode I think 68. this is like, this is either his third or fourth time on. Is really? it? He's been on a few times. Yeah, he's been on a few times. But 100, uh, 100 a third, episodes. maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, look, a new member. Hi, chat. Hi, everybody. What a Thanks, week. Thanks, Tim Per 21. <laughs> um but thomas it's great to have you back again how have you been i've been good yeah you've been busy decent. yeah you've been busy <laughs> yeah making i love i love your new camera we were talking about it off air but i love that new camera that he's got looks yeah, so it's nice got, it's got all the bling uh <laughs> i know it looks so nice he's <laughs> got a bit rigged in all of us you know, uh, well, you guys look professional now. You got your intros and everything set up. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we normally look more professional, but <laughs> yeah, we'll, we've uh, had some issues of late. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, and look, you know, Jesse's Jesse's uh, still in the background doing all the producing, and it's worth uh, giving him a shout out to everybody, the community, like we and, and to Thomas. Right, you were meant to be here last week for episode one hundred sixty-eight. Yes. And at the very last minute, we had to put it on hiatus uh, because uh, Jesse's internet company sucks and they decided to yes. uh, cancel his connection. But we are finding a path forward. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, this is this is basically as good as everybody else's shows look like. It's just lost its extra bling that Jesse normally adds to it. Yeah, we're just, just using that, Streamyard. It's that little like, bit yeah. of extra salsa that we normally have, it's just not. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> Oh, you got salsa. We're missing the though. salsa. <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, we're here, we're back. Uh, it's good to be back, as I'm sure the community missed the show last week. Um, so it's it's nice to be back on the air. As always, Xbox Series, the Xbox-centric publication that is funded by you guys. So if this is your first time or your usual time with us, or if you're just here to hear all the gloating and laughter about the FTC stuff, don't worry, we'll, uh, we'll get into that later on in the show. But if you love mm. what we do, you can support us directly by heading to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Xbox Zero. Or if you're feeling really fancy, you can jump straight into the chat and become a YouTube member right now. And as always, keep your eyes peeled on xboxzero.com for all the latest and greatest in Xbox news. But hey, before we get into any of the drama of the week, and I know that most are salivating, it's always nice because we love indie games at Xbox Zero. It's, it's personally yes. my favorite type of genre. Big Screw supporters. the AAA stuff. Thomas, two years ago, or is it two years, three years? When did the Xbox Series X come out now? 2020? Uh, 2020, November 2020, Almost three yeah. years ago. Two and a half yeah. years, three years ago, you had the Falconeer, which launched on the Xbox Series X. We were mm -hmm. lucky enough to have you on. We showed it off. We yep. did some streams before it came out. We thoroughly yep. enjoyed it. But you weren't done with the universe. 
So explain to us, what are you making now? What is, what are you showing off? Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I did the Falconeer and then I realized not everybody is into 90s style arcade com air combat, uh, with giant birds. <laughs> so well, yeah. I mean, what is, what is everybody into? Apparently everybody's into city builders. So, Hey, uh, and I have to do, you know, just business wise, just survive. I have to do a game every three years or something. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, got to feed the family. So, uh, and I just want to, so I'm making a city builder basically in the same universe. It's not really a city builder genre. It's more like, uh, it's like an organic open world building thing. Uh, it's, uh, I've seen the videos. Yeah. I've just seen the videos are kind of, it's, it's, um, you're basically, it's not a grid based builder. So most, if you think about building games, it's either grid or semi grid or flat plane. And this is just yeah. a 3D landscape, and you go up, down, make fortresses wherever you want, crisscross. It's really chaotic. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. So uh, it's the same world of the Falconeer, uh, which was war and torn, and now it's post war, and everybody's trying to. And these are the cities you get to build. And this is the build mm -hmm. system. So it's very, you can imagine doing that with your left stick, and it's just sort of uh, building out from, it's like a, a spoke, uh, how do you call it, a hub and wheel sort of uh, setup. You pull out the line and makes a new tower or connect something and uh, you can go up and pull out stuff and it just grows so it's like a little bit like painting the landscape and you build it so fast uh and then uh, yeah it's super fast it's like um i <laughs> i wanted a game that's instantly enjoyable and it's just <laughs> all about building it's all about building yeah, yeah. cool stuff but it's not just aesthetic. So it's not like Townscaper where you're making something mm. beautiful. Just with, It's alive. So you hire, you have a little bit of resources. Uh, you can get into a scrap. Uh, you hire commanders. Uh, uh, so yeah. it's, it's the, the idea is you build it super fast and it's a living world. The world so of Falconeer, basically. I, I, I yeah. know and I remember reading, uh, and you'll have to clue me in on the specifics of this, but the Falconeer was unique in that it had no textures. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm making sure I'm remembering my, my dev speech. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember and, well. And it was visually distinctive because of that, right? So you obviously put a lot of, you, you know, you, you said yourself, you know, hey, I'm not, a, I'm not an artist that's going to draw loads of textures. You did this on your own, right? So you, yeah. you built and designed it yourself. Um, and I guess, and I'm, I'm just curious on the flow. So you'd finished the Falconeer. You, you, I saw you put a lot of updates in on Steam and, and on Xbox to bring it up and add patches, etc. following launch. Um, but then you'd obviously looked back and you'd built this entire world, the RC and, and all yeah. of the, the lore mm. behind the Falconeer. What, you know, outside of, yeah, I've got to release a game every three years because I've got to make a living and city builders are cool. You must have been sitting there looking at the engine and thinking, can I? Can I do like how did how did that happen? How did that idea go and just oh stop building? Well, this? so you know, although the timeline of that I did I think a year year and a half of updates after the Falconeer. Yeah, uh, those all mm. went out to Xbox and all the other platforms of PC. Um, uh, got some paid DLC, some special editions, all the, the whole shabam. Then I was kind of done for a bit, and I think we're talking the summer of twenty one in during COVID lockdowns bullshit. I don't know when that this stuff. Yeah, that was then. Yes, uh, the before times. <laughs> the before times. Uh, and I think at some point I was done, and it was even out on the Switch and PlayStation. It was getting good reviews and stuff. Uh, How'd you do on those guys? If you can, I mean, I don't, I'm not uh, saying no, no, pretty good. Uh, the the Switch is the highest rated version of the Falconeer. It has an 80 on Metacritic. Really? 
Yeah, it didn't get review bombed by, by console. Uh, <laughs> always, uh, always a nice change. <laughs> uh, so no, but it was a highly polished version. I, you know, uh, when you launch something by yourself, uh, and it was a launch title, so that was like a pressure cooker. Like it's mm. insane. Uh, so I had to do all that stuff and get it on time. Uh, you make mistakes. Some of them have bugs. So make it too difficult. Make it too easy. Whatever. Uh, fixed all that. Then I then I took a little bit of time off. And uh, I, I think I stopped working somewhere around summer. And then mm. around Christmas, I got bored. Like, <laughs> really bored. <laughs> um, and uh, I said around, I knew I wanted to make multiple games. Because in this day and age, you got to do what the big guys do. And you got to build your IP. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just you know, you know letting off random farts. You know, uh, seeing what sticks or what, when you know, what smells good, wrong analogy, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're just uh, so you have to build on something, otherwise, people forget you. You know, it's uh, mm. people just only remember, so you got to build an IP. I, I like the term micro IP because you're micro and it doesn't get more micro than me. So, I wanted to do yep. the same world, I like the visual style, all the effort I put in it, I wanted to evolve it. Uh, and I thought, well, yeah, I, you know, uh, and my my partner, she said, uh, well, where did you get this? That's some ancient footage. Oh no, that's not ancient. That's just uh, me playing the game. Uh, hmm. So she said, what did you enjoy the most about making the Falconeer? I enjoyed making the world and the little fortresses and the little hmm. uh, cities. And uh, she said, well, make a game about that. Uh, wow. So I thought, well, that's that's a good idea. Um, and this is how you build in the game uh, uh, more slowly. Um, and I decided, I, I, I think in January, I started working on it. And, uh, I, and I just wake up, I get the idea. I don't think too much about it. Okay. Uh, uh, the city I... sprout limbs and start attacking other cities. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I like giant crabs and that had a city on there. I just haven't gone into making that, but uh, mm. at the moment they don't sprout limbs yet. That uh, I like that idea. Uh, there is some weird shit in the Falconeer that actually would allow for that. So mm, you know, mm. <laughs> I love it. It really uh, is like but, get a pen and paper out. Yeah, it still freaks me out how quick that's going. It's going yeah, so it's, it's well, just it's people, building it so fast. Keep saying well, it needs to be slower to be meaningful. Fuck that. Oh, sorry. Can I swear? No. Yeah, could, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, fuck yeah, you can uh, swear. No, I, We've had I, Phil I, on now. Don't worry about it. I am fully <laughs> of the ADD, uh, ADHD, uh, how do you call it, persuasion. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I like my my kicks fast. So the idea is I don't, I want, so there's so many ideas. In there. I wanted to make a grindless game because I'm done making grinds, uh, yeah. playing grinds. I want something that's instantly mm. satisfying all the time. So, uh, and you can see how it grows. So the first thing I did was make a little island from the Falcon. I said, okay, this is going to be my testing island. And then I made a tower and I think, okay, uh, a, a castle is walls. Yeah, so okay, mm. and first I have to make another tower. So okay, we'll make a little line that draws out, and then there's a new tower. And then I connect the wall between that. So I made that. And then I, once I had that, I was just zooming around the island, lighting down walls, and it just grew from there. Uh, and I think I had the core of the, the. And you can see it on Twitter if you go back in my timeline, January, just like twenty fucking videos and time lapses and going where yeah, I'm just yeah. discovering what this can do. Uh, and so, and, and that's how it got born. Yeah, I mean, it, it has massive 
uh, townscape of vibes for me, which is a game I often like to just give to my kids and just be like, go crazy, build a world, yeah, you know, build a little. And the system is so intuitive in that you can, you know, depending upon how high or how many blocks, etc., it might make a uh, a castle or it might make a, a small town hall or it might make a courtyard and all of this sort of stuff. But the townscaper as a as a game is 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 very, uh, I, I guess, directionless. So you mentioned no grind very chilled experience but very quick is there is there an actual objective you know is this is is this uh, you know when we're building a city is there is there you know what's the next step beyond that i'm just curious and again i know this is an unfinished thing and you might be still be figuring things out so i don't want to um, spot, well but... like i said I, do, I don't do a game that i have people say oh do you make a game design spend years making a, a on paper a document a bible i don't do any of that i just figure i just fool around and see what's i love it uh, <laughs> it's how uh, I design maps, funnily enough. I yeah, well, it's, it's, it's how everybody. It's, it's I did, you know, uh, what's it? Um, uh, George R. R. Martin said you have you have people you create or either um, architects or gardeners. I'm definitely a gardener. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll clip something off, pull that out. That doesn't work. Uh, nothing gets you know. Uh, so, um, but in, uh, is there a focus? There is a very soft focus. So in 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 in, in the basis, it's about just building stuff and enjoying that. But then slowly it evolves, so it changes. So every time you build something, you might find you go out in the world with your little flying airship and meet people, just like in the, in the, the Falconeer. And yeah. this is uh, everybody's refugees trying to rebuild. So you can take on people from the different factions. So ah. from yeah, you, know, you had imperial factions and men, sort of techie guys, and then you have civilian guys. Or uh, uh, people, and you you invite them in, and they build their little outpost as part of your settlement, and they bring their own architecture. So every I was about to ask. Own, uh, so have, they have their own architecture, and they sort of spread out. So if you connect more stuff to their outpost, they'll grow bigger, and their little houses. Because you just build the walls and the walkways, and then people move in the tree. So that's the part of it's all the houses sprouting up. Uh, uh, so they and they will influence your settlement so if you at the easiest to imagine you meet some pirates and instead of attacking them which you can do you can say well oh yeah you want to join me that's excellent i'll have some reformed pirates and yeah. you'll have a pirate outpost and you suddenly see little pirate houses popping up and they start you know building houses throughout your settlement uh and it, it'll change every time but it also means that at some point everybody else in this world because there are other settlements and other they'll say you're bloody pirates we're going to kill you because we don't like pirates and you'll get attacked so there is oh so you there is threat in there the is a threat well. there it's 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 not a hardcore game and that'll be a heavy threat but you'll you'll see your people defending themselves and if you build lots of gun towers and stuff they will defend themselves or you have units oh. as well and you can have epic battles uh, and go wow. out attack other people so if you do that and people will sail up all the time and say, hey, I'm a war leader. I'm a pirate hunter. You know, yeah. So then you can uh, attack pirates, for instance, and do it the other way around. So all of that stuff starts to evolve. And it's not a game where I'm going to tell you what's going to happen or where you... But if you figure it out at some point, if I go full pirate, uh, not only am I going to get in fights with people... Uh, I'm going to get new building options from these pirates to get units that escort my little surveyor, I have an entire battle fleet of pirate ships, up to the point you can get pirate wonders. So it's not going to tell you, hey, you won the world. It's not like civilization, but it is up there that there is a progression, uh, yeah, like a progression in the cool stuff you get. Nice. Uh, 
to explore. So every time you build, there is, you know, you can have your, you carve out your own uh, entire empire and it'll, it'll hopefully have a distinct flavor based on your choices. Interesting. Uh, at... I want to ask something that I noticed in the footage. So it was going quick as you were going up and it was building the tower. You went across, it built the bridge. You were going out and it was doing whatever. How is it determining what it's putting there? that fast like is it uh, random so, is oh it... well, so it's a combination of systems so for you as a player so literally the the when you're using your your xbox controller the left is pulling out that cursor and then just build button and it builds a tower so the circles yeah. you see build a new tower then you pull it out and the little squares make foundations what you get yeah. is determined which square or which circle you do and a triangle will give you a triangular piece and a square will give you a default piece as well. If you go higher, you always get the same little balconies that pop out of different floors. But where they pop out, how they are angled is based on the elevation. What you can yeah. and cannot do is all based on the elevation. And then it does a little bit of the, uh, how do you call it, townscaper stuff that if you go up a floor and then you start to connect with another tower that has many floors, you'll get like a skyway. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you, for instance, go uh, build something, an, a wall underneath the skyway, it'll be a straight wall instead of following the terrain. Uh, mm. If you do a certain distance, you'll get a curved section of wall. If you intersect something, you might get a, a ta how do you call it, a city gate. So there yeah. is all these hidden uh, architectural discoveries where the building itself is very much also the game. So even when you're getting in the content, uh, when you're you're getting attacked, you can build yourself out of it by building the biggest towers and if you pull out a wall those are defensive walls with guns on them mm. so you're literally growing yourself out of situations uh uh so it, it's 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 uh it's it's something that the controls are so for people on controller most everybody gets it on mouse keyboard it is not people are so used that you take your cursor and you click on the button i want a mm. barracks and then you drag or point where yeah, the barracks yeah. are built and it's all the, I call the it's like a command interface. I want to do this, and then that happens. This is just a, actually it's only a two-button game. You have a button to skip to the next tower. You know, you can skip through your settlement really? with a select button. And the other building is just build. And it'll build like here it's a square and the outcomes uh foundation. So uh and then the flying controls mimic that. So it's not the Falconeer third person controls, it's the same sort of top-down cursor based uh, and it feels really good. Uh you know, we're this is an Xbox channel. It, it this looks is where really I started good. to make it on, which is my uh yeah. edition, blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh so that's 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 where I did, you know, and then you rotate with the camera. There's nothing else real, to man. it. And so you build it's, this one, and you can see after you've built something, little house, and this is the uh, recording is from the free build mode where you have no resources, no limitation. Everybody moves in like in seconds. But in the main yeah. mode, you have to connect it up to the outpost, get some stone and iron to get certain buildings. Uh, and then that's your outpost, and that has its own little th thing. And that's a, an imperial uh, um, faction uh, outpost. And it produces the workers. So you'll see their buildings, the Golden Dome buildings, spread out throughout your settlement uh, instead of just the green vanilla ones. See? Uh, so that everything is sort of organic. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's funny because, you know, I, I've played plenty of Civ and, and, and uh, Age of Empires, Command and Conquer, and all of the stuff that you've kind of avoided is the stuff that I really hate. 
about those games or the stuff that I spend the least time with, right? Like I love even as far back as SimCity on the Amiga, it was about building the perfect thing and like making it look really neat and tight. Well, like, that's that was just what appealed to me. So like, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the inspiration for this game, it's, it's I am very old, so I played Dune Two on the PC. Yeah, I've back played in the nineties, and I, I and you would have these maps. It's the first RTS for everybody who's so younger than that never played it. And the thing you could do, you could put down concrete on these rocky, uh, yeah. in this sea of dune with the worms and stuff and the house tradies. And then you could put walls and rocket turrets there or gun turrets. And you'd you'd spend ages, this is the first time you've met a game like that, just building your perfect base. And it was a shame mm. when you won the level because you, you know, that. Really, so I thought, I want to get back to that, you know, or the first bit, the beginning of civilization where you just enjoy, oh, my first road. And it's all excited and you put it yeah, next to yeah. the coastline and in your brain that is becomes a living place mm. as soon as you go to turn 100 in civilization everything has roads everything has you know uh, uh railroads and it doesn't matter anymore so this is a game just about that sensation but it has all the trimmings you would expect uh, uh, and someone asked does it have a resource system it has a resource system and this is the free build mode but in the main mode you do have to hook up uh, wood iron and stone to get you know the fatter towers and uh, so, but uh, the 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 resources are infinite, so you only need to bring them somewhere and you'll have enough. So you don't need to grind mm. away at a oh. thousand gold or wait till you have twenty five hundred gold you. to get your carry all. <laughs> no, uh, uh, as soon as you bring the stone or the iron to your place, and for this you have to build trade routes with little ships that go back and forth. And you saw me hiring uh, commanders, that, and you can hire captains. And those are the people that complain and bitch or, you know, about, you know, oh, I'm working with a pirate. Fuck that. Uh, so there's there's a little, it, I wanted to feel alive. Yeah, yeah. I have to ask. That's so, so cool. It's it based in the RC. Yeah. So two questions. One, is it the same map? And you've kind of just like adjusted a few It is. It is. Because I noticed it had the, the channel of, you know, from, yeah, from it the is RC. The more, the more, it has all the that. More. Yeah. It is. I, it, I've changed a little bit because uh, I've had to due to pathfinding and it's different requirements than the Falconeer, uh, and also stuff I wanted to fix. But it yeah. is the same map in the same places. So I'll, I, I, at the moment, if you try the demo on Steam, everything's sort of mostly empty. As I, I've torn down everything that was in the Falconeer, and I'm rebuilding it in this system. So you can go to the places you've seen in the Falconeer for those people that played it. Yeah, uh, and and basically either conquer or become friends with them, and they'll wow. join you, and you'll have that settlement. Uh, but the the graphics for this is some of a lot of stuff is the same, so the mall and stuff. But the stuff you're building is way more detailed than uh, um, uh, the Falconeer itself. So it's it's uh, the Falconeer was highly optimized and could do 120 FPS on the Series X. Yeah, and, and this is. This is gonna hit. I think when you start building, because it's unlimited, you can build as much as you want. You can hit up to seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven million triangles in view. Because it's not got no textures, it'll work. It runs. It runs. It'll run on. Uh, I don't know if it run on your Xbox One, maybe on your One X, but uh, it is a proper. Uh, Surely not the base. Just yeah. by the nature of the amount of stuff I'm putting in view. Uh, it's a proper next gen title, so and it's got lots of new uh, new tricks I've learned. Nice, yeah, I look yeah. forward to uh, putting it through its paces. Oh. Uh, I, I'm I've, I'm installing the demo right now because I want to I want to experience it. I won't play it while we're podcasting, obviously, because that would be silly. Um, but uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm 40, 90. I, I'm curious to see how, what it will look like. Does it support 
ultra wide. It does support. Uh, are you? Are you? Do you still have that ridiculous thing? No, I got a more ridiculous. I, I, you can't get more ridiculous. Ah, It'll be. A, I challenge a, a ruler. you, my dear Thomas. You can get more ridiculous. I picked up a, a Zenion Flex, which is a twenty-one by nine, fourteen forty p monitor that I can bend myself. So it can go flat, or I can grab the edges of it and literally curve it into me. So it's a bendable. Are you made monitor. of money? What the fuck? No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish uh, you spent was, all your uh, money on your toys. Uh, it, well, I, I, I have a, a regular ultra wide here, but uh, I also have a regular 16 by 9 uh, to test stuff. Uh, but I, I, you yeah, know, you get I, out of here, I, Nick. I, I did see someone, some of the people on the Discord do it on a, on one of those ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. And it will run it. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, Good. And it run it well. Uh, it will. <laughs> it, 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 it's like I said, it doesn't run on a potato anymore. So you need a, deep, a beefy system to run it. Uh, well, not that beefy, but uh, once you get into build, once you get the hang of it, yeah. it's a game that in its controls uh, and its ideas is a bit weird for some people. They'll go just the shock of the new. They'll go, oh, this is not, uh, no, this is not unlike any, okay, I can't handle that. Once you get <laughs> past that, people, it becomes very intuitive and you just build like crazy. Uh, it's, it's a weird game. Uh, uh, well, it, it's a unique game. And I think often in this world, there's so many, so many games that uh, fail to do that uh, and actually do something new and different. And this looks to, to be ticking that box for me. So um, definitely watching it with keen interest. The second part of my uh, question, you know, you said you, you, you're obviously using the same map with some tweaks. I've got to ask, does a Falconeer ever turn up at some point? Oh yeah, yeah, they're in the trailer as well. Yeah, you're so, gonna see the birds. Yeah, yeah, no, they're in there. You can, you can okay. So what? So how it works? You have this little fat little blimp, which is actually quite as big as the capital ships in the Falconeer, uh, but everything's much smaller to scale. And then you build these big. You saw these multi-story towers. Those are command towers. So uh, when you have a trade route or a harbor, you assign a captain, which you meet out in the world. But these command towers, you assign cap uh, commanders. Uh, and once they'll do, they'll turn it into their headquarters, and some of them will spawn units like falconeers or the dragons, and they'll be uh, escort your little uh, surveyor that's flying around there, uh, oh, wow. which is in the in the, the, this video. But you can control that, and you'll have like a little battle group with falconeers, other blimps, uh, capital oh. ships. Uh, uh, yeah, I want one is never not going to use one of the cool thing about the falconeer is that some of the battles were really epic if you played yes. them. You have all these airships and dragons flying around. I was never going to not do that. So, uh, uh, yeah, those there aren't all... Uh, the demo is very limited combat-wise. It does just have just a sampling of that. But yeah. the idea is to have pretty epic stuff. So it's obviously being uh, published again by our friends at Wired Interactive? Wired yeah. Publishing? Wired yeah. Productions. Yeah. Wired Productions. I knew there was a P in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fun story. Uh, way before Xbox Era was as, as big as it is now, uh, I won a competition with those guys, right, uh, for a Razer laptop thingy, which was cool. And what oh. was hilarious was the laptop that I won had no, had no disk drive. And they provided me with a CD copy of the Falconeer, like a oh. DVD copy. Did they, did I mean, I provide, already had it. Did they, they provide you with a disc copy for PC? Yeah. Wow, those are super rare. Those only were uh, released I, I've in still Germany. Got it. I've still yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, I've got uh, one. They're super rare. But they, uh, it was very cool. I already, already had review copies for it anyway. But yeah. I, it always it cracked me up a little bit. I was like, this was is there a, a disc laptop. in there? No, there must have been just a code in there. 
maybe i i thought it was like oh this is collector's edition so i never opened it so maybe I'm oh wrong. no no i maybe believe there's just a serial number in there or it felt like a disc in there but yeah no, I, no that's just a, a, a it's a german edition uh i think the, awesome. the 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 xbox series x and s uh, versions all had discs uh yeah. what's that what's the thing called where you release on one uh universal release now yeah the, yeah the smart, the, delivery. Uh, yeah, yeah. smart delivery yeah That's smart right. it does that so it's it just so install I, it i know nick was having some uh should we describe them as technical issues nick oh that stupid <laughs> it's been fine for so long and then that stupid thing that holds my camera started falling again <laughs> the duct tape oh, you mean so yeah, literally yeah. here look oh, yeah. <laughs> literally wow. Oh, yeah, the duct tape is the, the best thing in the world. <laughs> I, I appreciate. I was I was obviously recognised that you were having some technical difficulties, so I wanted. I, I was put a message in questions. the chat. I'm like, man, I, I gotta like, fix my stupid camera. I gotta buy a new thing that holds my camera up properly. You, you do bloody you hell. Do. Was there anything because I, I I asked quite a few questions, so I didn't want. I was still listening. Hold. I was still listening in. I kept my headphones on. I was still listening in in the garage and everything. <laughs> So <laughs> you're literally getting the duct tape from the garage. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was literally ran to the garage and got the duct tape. So the demo is available on Steam right now. Yeah. Um, there, and I, I suppose it's it's pertinent to ask. I presume there are console versions aspirational. Oh yeah, like I said, what I, I I always I, I always I'm I'm a proper boy. How do you call it? <laughs> console. So, kids, no, no, yes. This is where I usually start development on because I like I don't like mouse interfaces where you have this all this where you're looking on top of the screen at your cursor mm. so all this interface and the, the controller never has that because you're always you don't need to look at your controller to control a game this is the mm. superiority of a controller uh but the mouse keyboard is great but i had to do uh innovate quite a bit to get that feel on on pc hence i did on everything on steam first so one thing i didn't do right with falconeer was do a lot of validation and testing uh live and it turns out i really like that and I, I knew from my modding days i like that where community comes in and complains and and i can handle a lot of that uh, when you're still improving things and making it better and steam is just perfect it's you can do that on xbox it's a lot more hoops to go through uh, yeah. And then you can you have the same problem where you have to update and be certified to high uh, Microsoft quality standards. Whereas on Steam, I'll just I'll, I fix something and it'll be up 50 minutes First. later. And sometimes I'll break something, yeah. and every patch note says, "Be careful! I might have broken something, but here's this new thing <laughs> last night." Uh, and the feedback instant, I, I, that loop is super fast. So for me, that's why it's on Steam. That's called the evolving demo. Been doing it's great that. to build Generally. an audience with as well right so like you're, yeah, you're streaming yeah, the that, game and getting feedback live and and yeah and getting complaints sort of as well because people on steam are brutal uh <laughs> but i think that's that's no you need that because you have your ingrained you don't know i don't want to do that i don't want to do wasd panning camera i didn't do it for months and then one day you wake up oh, oh fuck it i'll do it <laughs> and then it turns out that's oh, pretty okay okay people will be happy and then you go yeah oh you finally listened or you say oh, you, you <laughs> dick you should have done that months ago uh but okay i'll wish this again now and uh, so it's uh actually that all doesn't really mind because it's not live yet yeah so you can you can you can fix stuff when you're live you can't fix stuff because the first impressions count so i enjoyed mm. that so that's why it's out on steam first rather than doing the big console launch because what I do is always very console-y for some reason. Yeah. Even though I'm a PC gamer myself, 
uh, the stuff I make is very concise. I think it's because I like controllers and I like. I, the, I would yeah, probably yeah. say arcadey is already more accurate word than. Yeah, arcadey. Yeah, if, if a PC player was to look at this game, they'd want all of the hard to be filled yeah. with all of the different things to do and like. A oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and they, they'll, they'll want, yeah, yeah, and they want, and they want to be efficient. So, so that the thing is with with PC and a mouse keyboard is made for efficiency. It's a very efficient control scheme, and when you do that. When you allow, when you start playing like that, it becomes like controlling a machine. When you're playing Factorio or something like that, you are the machine. You're solving the problems. You're winning, mm. uh, and you're like a problem-solving machine. That is a mindset. It sounds really weird and philosophical, but it's a mindset that is not conducive to be creative. You're problem-solving, but yeah. you're not free-flowing. Uh, you know, it's doing the David Lynch transcendental creativity thing. <laughs> Uh, David uh, so the, the entire game is it's it's made in in not being that. So none of the game. When I mean it's not grinding, it's trying to just have you enjoy creating and keeping you in that zone. So I'm calling it Bob Ross uh, style <laughs> gameplay, uh, and that works great with the controller where you're not where you can remove and yeah, not having to look at like you said this machine panel of twenty buttons yeah, and saying yeah. I want yeah. this. These are my shortcuts and macros and uh, come on uh, uh, so that's not that so uh, uh the pc gamers have it they'll come in and they go this is not like other conf uh, it's a colony sim or this is not like every other game why are you changing something that's working perfectly well yeah sometimes you need to change something and i don't like making that Yes, but it was perfect. Why would you change that? I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I hate interfaces. I just want, don't want to make it. But so yeah, yeah. I have I have fun. But the community is great. We have a great Discord. People, it's a, an excellent game for screenshots. Uh, and had, I think Wired ran a competition where you can get your own face in uh, like an NPC uh, just based on the screenshots because you're creating your own thing. So it's even more fun to make the screenshots people made in the Falconeer. In the post mode, because you're making your own fucking fortress of solitude with falconeers and dragons. Uh, so this the, the photo mode is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Falconeer was nice for screenshots. People enjoyed Falconeer doing. Was very yeah, nice for it, it, it's the thing was because you don't have any textures, uh, especially if you were if you're on a Series X, and because I, uh, I have a an, um, H, and you do the HDR thing. So yeah. I had a Sony television. Sorry, people. Hey, Sony, Sony television. <laughs> I don't think anyone's that. X, and it's the Sony 9000, the one with 120. It's the gift I gave myself. Tax deductible because mm -hmm. I had to do a HDR. But the HDR that comes out of Series X in a game that doesn't have no textual. So every for the people that play the Falconeer go, uh, 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 everything in there is moth. So the color gradients in the sky isn't a texture. It's not something in 4K. It's the actual math of going from light blue to dark blue. So yeah. when you run that through HDR uh, output TV canal, it is the crispest fucking gradient you'll ever see. So it's it's mm. it's literally like watching a like a, a graphical poster at some point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Does that same screenshot system make its way into Bulwark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm improving it a bit even. So uh, wow, uh, <laughs> getting a little bit more. Uh, so it has that same system, but now it's filled with six million triangles of fucking high detail uh, mm. and it looks like yeah so on a good day it looks like uh, you know building your own assassin's creed little uh vibe uh, uh city you know, nice yeah, yeah. i mean it, it looks beautiful um what what's it like uh, obviously you know 
you had you seemingly had a great experience with the team at Wired. Um, Definitely, and they yeah. they seemingly are a loving bulwark. So you know you've you've partnered with them again. Um, what what is it like working with a, a publisher like that of, of indie devs? Uh, it's a lot of fun. The Wired guys are a lot of fun. And the, the thing with when you work alone, you're just you're mentally just a little bit odd or majorly <laughs> odd. Um, so. Yeah, so you're you're an odd duck, and that, that and and that 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 suits the Wired family for some reason. And they uh, like the odd ducks. That well, they like the odd duck, but it's also you know, uh, uh, you know each other. I don't know. That's that's and, and in COVID, I had nobody else to. T- I have my family, and my kids. My kids were two back then. They yeah. just wanted applesauce and uh, uh, more cookies. <laughs> uh so not, not much and yet but sometimes uh, uh, Camille, uh my, my my partner she'd uh she'd be done not to, you know, talking about fucking here and so i but they were the ones i talked to old you know i had nobody else to go on skype How, how's the marketing going and yeah, just yeah. during go just a little bit more often than i would would have done regularly just to have a chat with someone uh so I, I, that was a great experience and they worked hard for the falconeer yeah. way mm. above and beyond uh, and it was never going to be another publisher than them. So it's, uh, and then the all of the Falconeer trilogy, whatever it's going to be, is going to be. Trilogy's uh, announcing another them. game already. Oh my god! Oh yeah, did it? You know, I think that. Well, I think the last time we talked about maybe did, did I? Yeah, you said you had it. So the last time we had the last time I've got ideas. I talked. Yeah, about the last time you were on. on. Yes, you unofficially officially announced. I said, yeah, yeah. I make it. I'm gonna make. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think I did do that, and I also talked about another yes. game where you're just a captain or something. That's also shaping my hand. Uh, okay. But uh, so, what uh, style of game would that be? I want. To, I know what I want. What? So I want to do within the the same universe have three different styles of games, and mm-hmm. then also improve my own skill sets so yeah. the mm-hmm. falconeer the storytelling was very global there are characters there but they're not very uh, they don't have their own character arc basically you're just mm-hmm. there for the conflict and sort of the history like a, an anonymous soldier in a war like ages of the yeah, pacific yeah. yeah uh so this one uh i'm doing a little bit more with the characters actually it's still not a lot it's uh, uh just evolving that system uh, but I want to have little stories for them, just a little bit more uh, uh, where you'll meet the captain and he'll work for you. And then uh, a little later, someone will come up. He's a fucking criminal. Hand him over and he gets to choose if you do that or not. So a little, little arc. So in the third game, I want to make a full story where you have people, where you have a crew and you get to know them and you have choices. Uh, so the, the third game I'm imagining is... Uh, you're how do you, a pilot of a boat. How do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes. when you have a harbor, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. So, <laughs> so imagine there's your your you have a little steam tugboat or something, and you're bringing these big battleship or trading ships into your mm-hmm. across the river into the city harbor, and you're piloting them around. So it's a game about that, but then it's actually an adventure game where you have a crew, and it's it's a prequel, and it's where where there's a war a war is brewing. And you figure mm-hmm. out how sort of little acts of resistance can have large impacts where, you know, you're just a tugboat captain, but, but you can steer the conflict by making a few trivial choices. But the style of game? 
And, and, and it will be like a third person little boat controller game. And then, but then okay. you'd, you, you'd, you'd zoom in on your little boat and then you'd go into the galley and have a talk with the cook. And, okay. Uh, so Everything you were describing, uh, I almost in my head, the way you were describing it, I'm like, hold on, is his third game going to be like a telltale choose your own adventure? It could. Well, I, 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 I don't think I could pull it off, but I, I, I do what, uh, that detail you don't, you'd need a team. But, uh, it's it's uh, like uh, how do you call it? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, on the top of it, you're you're guiding these boats, but then you're listening to the rumors of the other captain. You're seeing what they're shipping in. Are they bringing on guns and stuff? Something's happening, mm -hmm. or they're bringing concrete? Are they building something? And then uh, you go to the harbor. You might, and it's like a fixed location thing. You you know, like pirates, you'd see the pub. And, and then you talk to a few people and get a feel what's going on. Maybe have some choice dialogue choices, uh, and that'll yeah, be yeah. most. Of the, and then you go back and, and slowly, relaxedly, you know, taking this ship down the river, and you'll have a dialogue. It'll be a very boring game, but it'll be there, a proper. You know, <laughs> there's a game I just reviewed. A game I called. Uh, I just reviewed called Dredge. Dredge. Which that uh, a lot uh, like. Yeah, I've seen some of Dredge. Yeah, uh, yeah Dredge um, is a third. It's a third person little boat, and you go around and you do mini games for fishing, and then you dock and you talk to people and you make decisions. Like it, it would. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like, like that. That. that game it's, is great. It's, it's, it's. I think I should. I haven't played Dredge, but uh, uh, check it out. Best games fishing, of the year. I, I think this would be more like a a Telltale if I can get it off more dialogue based with just little mm. bit of say. I initially I wanted to do where you could sail around the open world and I might still do that. Uh, yeah, th their fishing world. was just mini games, and then a lot of that was just inventory management of the fish you get. Oh stuff. yeah, well, I, I it was actually all that stuff. it was a it was a horror <laughs> game more than anything. Yeah, no, no, I saw it. It had that yeah. this this creepy vibe uh, which I liked a lot and looked really cool. So it, it'll be some of that, but more being a pilot. So now somebody's going to release that game before I do, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Uh, this is a it's this is a story about being a a river pilot. In this world, and you figure out a war is brewing, and you get choices where you can influence the war in minor ways and live with that. Uh, so uh, I don't know how that's going to work out, but that's it's. I first need to, so actually, I first need to finish Bulwark, which will take me into next year for sure, and then mm. uh, I want to do an anime uh, in this world. What like uh, a cartoon? Really? Yeah, yeah. I was well, about like to ask, like, what's your what's your target release date, like Bulwark? So next oh, year, yeah, some, somewhere early early time. next year, sometime probably. Nice uh, anime. I haven't announced anything anime. yet. But pick, huh? Yeah, anime. It's a, yeah. So I I I need a break from coding. So <laughs> uh, I want to take this world, this IP, and you know, IP has to be cross media, whatever bullshit. But uh, there's a the animation is becoming a lot more affordable. Mm -hmm. And not in a sense that you still need a lot of money to make a 10-minute pilot. Uh, mm. But uh, uh, they they nominated me for BAFTA, which is a film award. And that gives me some... This is my business plan. Some credits uh, over uh, here in Europe to get some subsidies and to find an animation studio that likes the IP. And goes, uh, like, hey, okay. most of us can go to the European media, blah, 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 people. And uh, we'll make a pilot of 10 minutes in this world, which is about people riding giant birds and steamships, uh, yeah. shooting lasers. How is that not going to be, you know, great anime territory? I, uh, I have to admit, if you can find a team that can translate your your graphical vision. style into 
you know, an animated style. So where it's still, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, where it still feels like, you know, like how you've said, like you can look at a screenshot from the Falcon here, it almost feels like a graphic poster in some yeah. regards. To take that, the essence of that, that art style and that textureless yet very crisp, very clear world you've created I think and pull it into the anime world, I think that would be... It will, it will, I don't know if it needs to be exactly but something like the um, uh, what was the really expensive one from the uh, League of Legends now? Arcane. Arcane. That's super expensive. You know, that's even yeah. for ten mm-hmm. minutes to be half a million of just production budget for that. You do indicate, but uh, there are stylized. There's so much happening on that front. Uh, that's such cool stuff, and it doesn't need to look like my stuff. It just needs to be the same world and be sort of in sync with the game so that it feels, it feels coherent. Uh, yeah. And it's an experiment. We'll see. So it's, it's an idea I have. I go, well, I'll take all my kudos and credits and and, and build this IP up uh, to be interesting. Yeah. Because I think that's, well, you know, how did I end up with Bulwark is that I looked at the Falconeer and I, I, I did a, you do you do a really rough analysis, like a hardcore analysis of what went right, what went wrong, just by yourself, not with... I said, you know, what went right, you know, regardless mm. of what went right, people love the world. You know, they got captivated by the graphics, but also by the 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 the, the style, or the sort of sadness and bleakness of it. Yeah. And then mm. flying around on these soaring birds, it's 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 a good world to be in, uh, and it has interesting stories to tell. So that's that's uh, yeah, going to make an anime. Hopefully, we'll that, see. that is that is a bold plan. Like, well, you, the only way to get ahead of life is to bold plans. If you say, well, I'll do a we realistic agree. plan. Well, fuck you and your realistic plan. You get a realistic <laughs> outcome. That's in anything in life. You know, if you, if you, if you go, well, yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll do a website. No, man, do a fucking animation. Uh, I love it. <laughs> that This sounds like a conversation I had four years ago. Like, Nick was like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do a podcast. And I was like, yeah, but we should do more than a podcast. You do more than and now, yeah, yeah, and now yeah. we're here. <laughs> John, John was more like you, where I was more then. like your little whiny voice. I was more like, oh, don't worry about <laughs> it. With John's like, no, let's do a voice. forum. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't think we should do a forum. <laughs> and, uh, you, that's how things come into the world. If you start... It's uh, Americans do that the best, but it, you know, if you if you aim high, you know, you can end up in the middle and be fine. Yeah. Uh, but if you aim for the middle, you're never going to end up high. So uh, I, gotta... I love it. It's, it's life advice, game design talk. <laughs> yeah. You, you the answered the question, but when you first said the anime, I'm like, I didn't know Thomas could draw. I had no, no I'm idea. not going to draw. I, no, no, I can't yeah, draw. I know you, you're going to get but, a team. I know, but at but first I freaked out. I'm it. like, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, it's the fun thing is when when I do stuff outside of my actually I don't need to be fully in control. I'm not a, when when I ask for people to make music or anybody comes in uh, creatively again, I ask Benedict the composer. I'll try to give people as much creative freedom, freedom as possible. I'll give feedback. Will Benedict be on Bulwark? Yeah, there she's already working on it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So yeah, I recognize the music was the... very. The music in the audio was the fucking nice award-winning fucking, soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he's fantastic. Mongolian throat singing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the throat yes, singing. Yes. <laughs> That's gonna be back and all the weird instruments and uh, evolved a bit. No, no, no. It's gonna be great in that sense. Nice. I mean, it's 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 what a journey though, right? Like you've been living and building this world like two, three years before the series yeah, X, sure. series yeah. X released, and yeah. here you are, yep. three years later, and you're still loving the universe you've made and the, that you brought to life. Are you getting? 
you know, you're already talking about a third game in a cartoon. I presume you you still are so enraptured with everything that's sort of come together and the law that's been built. You're not tired of the Falcon no, universe yet. It's, 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 and it's the first time I've had that. So this is, you know, uh, maybe it is like that. Sometimes you'll stumble into something that is interesting to yourself and to others uh, and you just roll with it. Uh, I have other ideas, stuff in space and stuff, but this this one is seems to be ex- quite good, uh, and I'll stick with it for a little bit. And it's 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 not boring me yet. And I, I, actually, strangely, <laughs> I think Bulwark has more potential to be bigger than the Falconeer, uh, due to its genre and accessibility. Uh, but it is also, you know, um, there is less angst. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to translate it. No, no angst. Less, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more less anxiety, you know. Well, at the mm. Falconeer, when the Falconeer launched, I was, you know, I was uh, living off the how do you call it the the, the, the advances from my publisher because I ran out of money. I remember you were telling us. Yeah, yeah, so it was, and I was fucked up, so beyond <clears throat> like scared shitless. You seem a uh, lot more chilled out now. Yeah, yeah well, now I, I, for sure. This year has had a few uh, curveballs, but in general, I am enjoying this game more. It is, mm. you know, there's it's, uh, thanks to all the people at Xbox uh, bought the game, played the game. Did, uh, uh, I have less financial stress. Yeah. Build a little shed in my garden where I can record this. Mm. Uh, still need to make new games. Not rich by any means, but uh, uh, definitely doing it and uh, enjoying it more. So I think in that sense, it makes for a better game. The Falconeer was a bit of a work of art. If you once you played it, you feel like, oh, there's a lot of emotional fucking stuff in there. Yeah. Um, mm. Uh, that doesn't make it super accessible to everybody. Um, and I think Bulwark, in that sense, is a more accessible game. It's uh, you, You'll uh, have people that will load Bulwark up and just play in the creative mode and never do the campaign just because... Oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are already... Always yeah. do that. Yeah. I could see now, my son. I could see my son going in the unlimited resource mode and just going... And just... Yeah, just having... Well, that's even my kid's six, and he just gets to play. Wait, I only allow him to do Jurassic Park Evolution, uh, uh, which it is, he can't read, so he doesn't. You just they figure out how to make the dinos. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, they'll spend hours just clicking around, just making stuff because it's you know it's 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 never it never disappoints. Yeah, mm. that's amazing. Now I'm I'm conscious we're we're coming up on an hour, and I know it was already yeah, midnight for you when you joined. ABK, no, no. The, the, ABK, the chat can wait. No, no, no. don't worry about that. Wait. I want to I bring something up with Thomas, but so you said you've got your thing for your third game, right? I've got an idea for your fourth game. Oh, yeah. Keep, bring it. keep it in the Falconer universe, right? But what you do is you've got two teams of like three people flying on the dragons. or So one team of dragons, one team of birds, and there's like a floating ball in the middle. And... <laughs> The What's goal Quidditch? Is, Quidditch with lasers. <laughs> you've got to score goals with that ball between the team of dragons and the team of birds. Like Rocket League, like but Rocket in League. the air. Oh, like Rocket League, oh, but in the oh, air. Oh, I hate Rocket League. I look at it and go, like, oh, that looks like fun. <laughs> and someone goes, well, let me pick up the control and show you how I'll go in the air, go to the left. Three seconds later, my friend come in. He'll punch it, punch it up, punch it down, go in the goal. Yeah, that's how you play the game. You go, oh. <laughs> insane people falconeer league Fal- yeah, falconeer <laughs> league okay, I'll, Nick, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my list what about <laughs> what about a multiplayer combat game in that world well so you picture uh, okay let's say 24 players you'll have some in ships some on dragons some on birds it's the thing is when you do a multiplayer game uh 
uh, when you're by yourself, uh, a multiplayer game, you need to be a serious person to make it. And you're not serious enough to. I'm not serious. But no, I like. I, I love crowd. the honesty. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, so, so, imagine that. So, in, when you have a multiplayer game. Uh, so you have these teams and uh, we'll do like whatever map and then we have to do the heat uh how do you call it the heat design you know where people get stuck then we yeah. have to do all the on paper get all the guns balanced out then we have to have mm. our tank classes our buff classes so it's like a mathematical game and then you have to test yeah, it and yeah. someone has to sit there listen to a, a gazillion people crying about balancing analyzing the videos <laughs> the data. You, you know what that's the, that's a fucking job I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. All right. But it's not yeah, art yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, right. so, 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 <laughs> uh, so why don't I do multiplayer stuff? Because it's work, and it's 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 tedious work that requires teams of 30, 40 people. Yes, yes, yes. Professionally to Good manage uh, server architecture. Mm. Oh, Amen. Uh, a PvP multiplayer game. Uh, maybe one day. I do want to make a battle day. train game also in this universe, but uh, we'll talk about that. Mm. In podcast. <laughs> well, but, last okay. last thing I wanted to cover off. Uh, before we let you go, um, one of our community who is also somewhat of a, an independent developer himself, uh, he made uh, the fantastic Omega Rally Championship, um, which was a it's it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't idea Collect- it was the creators collection co- yeah creators collection. collection. So it was a little mm. mini game, but it had, had a really incredible driving system. The driving Otherwise, model was so good in it, really good, fun. so good in it, and single had- stick. Yeah, he had a, a specific question for you. So he he said, uh, question for Thomas. We'll we'll do the other part of your question, uh, Nrexit, later on in the show. But this one's specific to you, Thomas. So he says, I've been following Thomas's updates of Bulwark on Twitter with updates shared about his evolving demo of the game available on Steam. Very cool. My question for Thomas is, I'm sure there are obvious pros and cons to sharing development pro- development progress like that. But in practice, have you experienced any benefits that you never initially thought would be factored in? Uh, I think you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to... When you do a live open development, you always... (laughs) You heard an explosion. (laughs) An explosion? (laughs) Really? Yeah, like like, like an alpine... I, know. <laughs> I thought I heard a noise. I thought I heard a noise in the background, I but I wasn't sure what it was. It's never That's my first. One. But uh, uh, no, so <laughs> you always, you always get uh, new stuff. Because so the stuff people come up with is never the stuff you imagine people, uh, uh, you know, have hangouts about. I'm talking about this, you know, free panning camera on the WASD. And I had Orbit there, so you wrote it's a game about rotating around like a 3D modeler. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and people, when people test, they they hated it because they were used to when their fingers go to that key combo for it to have a specific response. So when I recently added that, and it was a very limited, it wasn't a complete what they expect. It was just enough that if you're used to that, you place it and you get something comfortable, and the complaint stops. So it's. You never, when we have live people, it's everything is a surprise. So, mm. uh, uh, and I think that's the good thing about it is that you're that you will have, regardless if you do anything, you bring anything to it, you have tunnel vision. You know, yeah, you're yeah. going to be stuck with I like this. And I still get when I read reviews of the Falconer, people go, Oh, well, here's review the combat's unbalanced, the progression is way too slow, money after certain points worth shitless. I go, That is all so fucking true. And I couldn't give a shit. But you do, so that's and that's a failing on my part 
for not, never, not having spotted that. So that is whenever you do the open stuff, the open stuff is a really it's great. You know, you need you need you mm. toughen up toughen up your skin. Um, yeah. But you mm. get the input and you validate what you make. Uh, and and every game decision you need to validate and test. And yeah, that's true. And uh, 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 I like doing it as a demo because it's free, so everybody can try it out. And when yeah, you, yeah. we haven't exchanged money, there's a little bit of freedom to uh, not be angry and or uh, not be as serious until. Yeah, I mate, it's, it's not an excuse, mate. They'll still get angry. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, doesn't well, matter that it was free. I'll be sad about it. Well, I, I did at some it point. Well, before time. we go, it someone said time. Well, apparently, someone said came and said, "Yeah, you're just innovating for the sake of innovation. Um, you're like that guy from the submarine." <laughs> And I type, what? well, let's when we talk in this forum, perhaps don't compare me to someone who just got five people killed. Because yeah. Christ. <laughs> so like that guy on I'll the get side. a little bit snippy when you do that. <laughs> where where are they even coming from with that quote? Jesus H Christ. Wow. Oh shit. It is I love, it's I love a gamers. game. Someone's making a game and you don't like the controls. Come on, get live. Gamers with a capital G. Well, well yeah, I guess. But it, no, I always think because I'm I'm nice when I will get geez fuck and I'll go. But they took an effort to post. So they liked enough of the game that they wanted to be different to what they yeah. could like. Otherwise, mm. it's someone disappointed, and people get disappointment because initially they wanted what you had to offer. Yeah, yeah. Is there more explosions? Is there more yeah. explosions? There is more explosions. To, to, okay. Well, it, it, just I, in case. I have to check on the kids. Yeah. I'm hearing those noises. It's like little, it's like, like on, on our end, it's like little boop, boop. It's like, it's, I don't it, know how it, it sounds on your end. I've got, it's, uh, it sounds like uh, those Alpine over here, They've uh, when there's fireworks, which they have the illegal fireworks, and they use mm. this, um, what, how do you call it? Avalanche activation yeah. bombs. Which is like high-powered oh. fireworks, uh, and you, apparently they can buy them legally, as you know, in in Switzerland or something, and then I bring it here, and I heard this big <laughs> low thud. It sounds like that, or it sounds oh, wow. like someone's breaking into the money repository building in the industrial estate. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, well, we'll let, we... we'll let you go, but we really appreciate okay. you jumping on. Um, but yeah, what, thanks fantastic. for jumping on. Yeah, and uh, have good fun talking about uh, the merger acquisition. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, great fun. Oh, yeah, real good. Um, we, please do let us know that the explosions weren't in any way life-threatening. Yes, you are. they are not life-threatening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can look out and see that everything's fine. Uh, uh, okay. So if I'm looking like that, I'm looking into the kitchen. Going, no, that's <laughs> screaming, <laughs> running out on? on fire. So <laughs> I think it's a few blocks away. Hey man, no the Netherlands, where shits explodes apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, ladies right, and gentlemen, guys. Thomas, thank you very much for jumping Get on. Get some sleep. And yeah, we'll, will. we'll speak to you soon. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Mate. <laughs> nope. uh, and now there's another hey. guy here with a big beard. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Jesse. Hello. Oh, Thomas is so much fun. I'm so yes. glad we could get him on. I hope that they aren't life-threatening explosions. Yes. Um, what and while I've remembered, quick quick super chat because we were talking about Jesse earlier and the issues. Quick super chat, which I'll bring into. Look at that, mate. Even I'm mm, producing now. Look at that. Banana peel, Jack. Free Jesse. I did see. We just did. 
Boom. He's All out right. of the he's out of the frying pan. Who needs Jesse? Did you see me produce the shit out of that super? <laughs> oh, damn, what happened? <laughs> I produced the shit out of that super chat, mate. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's why I love good. love being able to do this podcast, right? Is is getting developers on like that who who don't uh, we've have to been watch very what supportive they say. Of yeah. Thomas, we've had him on many times. He's a good man. He's a good man, is Thomas. And Bulwark genuinely looks. looks it's still to... freaking me out how. All, again, because I'm not playing it. All I'm seeing is the footage. You just see a line go out and then just. And this building appears. You're like, what do you mean? I don't understand how it's doing this. I don't understand it. It's just it's building just automated city. based on the icon you've got to uh, what you yeah, what you're setting. Just, it's very cool. It's, it's very cool. I like out. it a lot. Now, oh, chat. Because there's some things we need to get out of the way. Like, it's been a week. It's been two weeks, really, since we all got to yes, last, uh, hang out with each other. Um, so much bullshit to talk about. So much stuff to talk about. Uh, now, where do we want to put the big thing that everyone wants to talk about? Where do we want to put that in? Well, the let's start where we normally start. With what we've with been playing. What we've well, been playing. What have we been playing? I would start there, but before that, I need to check up on you, Nick. I need to make sure you're okay and that you're getting oh, yeah, your breakfast. Yeah. Well, you noticed while yeah. we were talking to Thomas, because I get up very early. I thought that's why you morning. turned your camera off and gone off to make some breakfast quickly. I didn't know. No, bloody my stupid... <laughs> I'm going to go to the Apple store today and get one of the mounts that they've got there and to stop this stupid <laughs> thing falling. But yes, throughout the episode, throughout the talk with Thomas, you saw I was eating my breakfast. So make sure, like Jesse just put on now, drinkcontrol.com forward slash Xbox era, if you would also like to be like me, Drinking this beautiful stuff, so nice. The one time I can't go against Nick, control is very good. Use I want code. banana split. Tell them I want banana split. I want to try that. Yep, I will. They're always out of stock. Uh, use yeah, our I code know. Xbox Zero, 10% off. So nice. popular. Yep. Uh, hit the like button, please, chat. We love you. Um, and I think Jesse, does, does the code you gave me, I haven't redeemed it yet because it was pre New Zealand time. Does it still, mm. is it still mine? Yeah, it's yours. Yeah, cool. Okay. Chat. If you guys get up to 200 likes, I will give someone randomly in the chat a deluxe edition code for Exo Primal. Much oh, more really? easy to them? do if, no, you can't. Much more easy to do if you have a forum account and you can DM us. Yeah. Yeah. Forum.xboxary.com. Now, I'm Am I allowed to at some point talk the, about the, the game I've been playing? I can, can't I? Because we did the preview of it. You can talk yes. about the first 90 minutes of that game as much as you want. Technically, that's all about... I've played of it. Yeah. You I may. haven't gone any further yet. So, yes. So, I have been playing Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of Dragons because I am the designated scrolling beat-em-up slash fighter guy. You are. Um... What? You are. What did you say? You are the, you are the forward walking. Yes, yes, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Fighting guy. Yeah, yeah. So I've been playing Double Dragon Gaiden, um, which is, you know, it, everyone's joining in now and we've got Turtles back. We've got Streets of Rage back. We've got, there's um, even Scott Pilgrim came back. So Double Dragon's come back again. I know a lot of people, it's funny, like, Everyone thinks, oh, yeah, the last Double Dragon game was Double Dragon Neon. It was actually Double Dragon 4. There was a Double Dragon 4 that came out that tried to replicate the original Double Dragons, just like Mega Man 8 did. 
and it was like terrible. Um, but this is a much better double dragon that I've been playing with. Um, it's pretty good. It's it's going. I assume I have to be careful what I say here, but it's going obviously for the pixel art style, but it's not like it's weird. It's like it, they're trying to get closer to the 8-bit style than the more modern, more detailed pixel art style. Like they have intentionally gone back further, which I'm not sure I'm sold on. Like I liked how TMNT did it. Um... But yes, it's a it's it's interesting. Like the 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 combat system, it's got it's very slow and deliberate, versus all the others, which are much faster, combo heavy. Um, so yeah, that you can tell the developer is trying to strike this balance. But it's pretty good so far. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it's how the reception goes for this for Double Dragon. Um, but yes, that's what I've been playing. I just can't say a ton about it because I'm reviewing it as well. Um, Double Dragon, what else? And the usuals. My, my, my usuals. I, I, I keep trying to go back to stuff as well. Like now that I've got proper storage on my Xbox and I've got everything on a proper SSD, um, I'm trying to go back to stuff. So I'm trying to finish off Dead Space. Got to finish off Alan Wake Remastered and a whole bunch Golden of Eye. other. Uh, but I did finish GoldenEye. I'm just going to go I'm back just to winding GoldenEye. you up because it's really fun. I've got to try and get the thousand in GoldenEye. Um, <laughs> but yes, so that's, that is all I have been playing. Wow. Uh, I have been playing. Funny you mentioned the pixel style. I, I played a little bit of Mook Pixel 3 from Devolver Digital. And in the so. brief time I spent with the game, it's on Game Pass, I uh, ate a bomb, like a cartoony-style bomb with a fuse in four mm. sections, and then very urgently needed to go to the toilet because the fuse was lit. And then while I was on the toilet, it zoomed into a pixelated stomach, and I had to put the bomb back together in order to poop it out, and I got an achievement uh, for pooping out a bomb. Uh, that was within the first five minutes. Mm, that's I'm not pixel. Yeah, I'm not entirely sold on on the game. It, it, I played through the first section, and it was like it was called Save the Day, right? So it seems to be you mm. go to these random places and you have things you can do. Every time he goes up to anyone, he seems to kick them, or they'll kick him. Um, mm. And yeah, uh, it is it is a bit of a, a weird one. So you you were on a plane, and you have to do trial and error to find out how to survive through that, and you get a certain percentage of stuff if you uh, successfully do something. It was it was just very weird, but like like the design of the character it reminded me more of that far less detailed pixel art style. Um, mm. it's really I'm weird. looking at it now. I started... Pre- it, this is me producing again. Oh, and I'm... Uh, yeah, look at that. That's McPixel yeah. 3. I'm just... I'm seeing this for the first time. There you go, but Pixel 3. Go check it out on Game Pass. It's a bit weird. Uh, outside of that, I have become... Uh, uh, I've taken a massive, massive break from designing Halo stuff. It's just... like I love the, I love the game still, but I am just a bit jaded, I guess, uh, about playing yeah, yeah. Uh, or building stuff for it anymore. But uh, so my obsession for Vampire Survivors has returned with a vengeance, and... Uh, 
I just did this this afternoon. And for people that have already 100% Vampire Survivors, I salute you. Um, but I just did my first Sigma Gold run, uh, which blew my mm. mind. And I was just, I literally, man, I was just watching the screen. I, you build the character a certain way and it was just nothing could touch me. And I was just 2 million gold I clocked. So I just upgraded everything. And I was like, okay. So now, now I've got the last few achievements. I'm going to pick up the last DLC. I'm not going to have yeah, yeah. this stuff out because it's it's just a weirdly addictive, brilliant game. Did you ever play it in the end? I did. I've been playing it. I was playing it on my phone. Yeah, it's one of those ones that you can just pick up and, and enjoy. Um, you guys yeah, yeah. see the um, the new news for it at the ID at Xbox. Yes. We'll talk about later. Yeah. 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 There's another sure. update. Yeah. There's one coming. Co-op. Couch, couch co-op. Couch co-op. Couch co-op. Four people. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and apparently, you can kind of troll each other a little bit, which I love the idea of. So. It, it, I mean, it's already carnage, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how much more carnage we can get. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a super chat there. Do you want to do some more producing? Look at you, look at, yeah, nope, look, I clicked it. Clean. I didn't do that. That's Jesse doing that because he's feeling threatened. <laughs> uh, nope. Trev, oh, shit. Wrong button. Sorry. Jesse sorted and out of the woods. Jesse, a lot of questions in the chat about your triumphant return. I'm on my phone. It? You're on your phone. Look at that. Okay. He's using I'm tunneling, we're, we're, I'm tunneling we're, my phone. We're waiting. We're yeah. waiting for something to arrive. So yeah. I ordered, if you look up the Calyx Institute, C-A-L-Y-X, which Senior Bean let me know about. It is pretty much the rural communities like Lifeline. They had a deal with Sprint in the past, and they could get a completely unlimited, at the time, 4G LTE hotspot. Can't be throttled, can't cancel you no matter how much you use, none of that. When Sprint got bought by T-Mobile, they had to honor that contract. It was part of being bought. And so I'm going through that. I plonked down 750 bucks onto a credit card as a donation. And they send you a hotspot, which is completely unlimited for, um, I got it for 13 months because I had a referral code. So 13 months to pay all that off. Um, and that should be in on Wednesday, and it's a completely unlimited 5G LTE T-Mobile hotspot. And uh, my after phone, I heard your story, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, maybe internet in Australia is not so bad anymore. Man, it's <laughs> it is it's this state is all their perfect. Florida is perfectly okay with allowing companies to just buy up things. It's not like because it's like we have 50 countries, so Florida is yeah. one of the worst where Spectrum can be the only people who provide internet to this address and no one else does with a wire. I go down the road and there's like 10, but in yeah, this mm. address, there's one. Yeah. And it's, it's worth mentioning. Like I experienced some of Jesse's pain, like in an effort to help, I thought I'd lend some British suave. So, you know, one of the things we tried was, uh, I was making a series of international calls from here in the UK. Jesse actually added me to the, his account with spectrum. So I could talk to them. So I had like the passwords and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you guys are, uh, are overstepping your corrective action here. Uh, you know, I, I ended up escalating and speaking to people, and in the end, you probably made it worse. No, they re- they referred it. You know, I from my point of view, because they, as Jesse will explain, they they have a back end team that makes the final decision, and they're not customer facing. And the guy I was speaking to was like, okay, this makes perfect sense. You know, like try this, do this and get Jesse to bring me back with this, this, and this. And and we did, and it went off and Jesse had to wait like two days or something. And then they came back and still mm. said no, but we felt <laughs> like we'd almost made it. Maybe, uh, maybe I just need to use a bit of my Aussie 
panache. Aggression. <laughs> they seem Stop mad enough now in. where See they're just never going to give in. They're never yeah. going to give in. Okay. It's ridiculous. But, but if this, if this hotspot works, then it might actually be faster than my old internet for uploading. Because I walk outside a few feet with my phone. I got a new phone because um, they, they took 500 bucks for my three-year-old phone as a promotional credit. I was like, sure, why not? That pays for this entire new Pixel 7. Um, okay. So I walk outside with my phone and I get like 400 down and 80 up. And like, if I can find a place wow. in the house that does that, I will literally have better internet than what Spectrum will offer. Wow. And then we'll okay. look into eventually moving to our... Buy, Making enough money with Xbox Era to buy a house where I can have like two gigabytes <laughs> up and down. Because yeah. Frontier, yeah, it's a yeah. hundred, so 80 bucks, 70 bucks a month, you get fiber up and one gig up and down, which means we could start doing everything at 4K and just make this look even even better for no good reason. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I would, that would be nice. But, but this is working for now for this. I was able to review the game I've been playing recently, which is Exo Primal. I played a God. I played a lot of that between Steam and Windows. I think I put like ten hours on Windows and like twenty hours on Steam or something, just because I could group with people I know for that. Um, man, is it cross progression um, and stuff across across both platforms? No, oh. no. I mean, yes, yes. Oh. Sorry, it's you log into your Capcom account and the Capcom account can do cross play and all that. But um, hmm. God, I didn't even notice it was cross progression. But it, it, I think it was. I wasn't paying attention much because I don't, I think the story in that game is really dumb and I didn't care about it. Um, thankfully yeah, they yeah. did give us the deluxe edition, which gives you the season pass, which is good because, um, everything about that game needs, it needs more. Um, so there's a hidden system. It's, it's a extra problems, a five V five PV PVE though. It's mostly PVE. The PVP only happens at the very end of a match. You yeah. and five people are um, a mix of tanks, DPS, and healers, killing a bunch of dinosaurs. Every 10 matches you complete unlocks a new story cutscene thing that also unlocks more modes and more dinosaurs. And the game doesn't tell you that. And I should have made it more clear in the review. But if you're like, man, I've played like 10 matches and I've said and seen the same stuff all over and over again. And it's actually because it unlocks every 10 matches you complete. So you got to complete like 60 matches and then you get access to an actually very large number of possible modes and enemies and stuff. So it's a bit mm -hmm. of a weird way of doing it, huh? It is. And it, it is because it doesn't tell you. And there's like, there's, I showed it for a bit in the review, but there's this giant circle of lore to unlock. Like hmm. the, it's, it's a much bigger game than it looks like. Yeah. Um, it's got player progression, season pass progression, story progression lore progression character progression like every character has this whole thing and you get way stronger as you level up certain characters and stuff so like it doesn't seem like there's that much or enough at first and i've noticed a lot of complaints about that on the review i played it for 20 minutes or i played it for two hours and it's just the same thing over and over and like yes it is early on i still think it always feels really good especially once you dial in the controller i was mostly playing on mouse and keyboard it looks great. Mm. It runs great. It's really fun. You just need to grind a bit to unlock enough variety. Yeah, and they've got yeah, a big yeah. plan. They've got a big plan for their post-launch support. New modes, new dinosaurs, ridiculous crossovers with like freaking Mecha, Ryu, and Guile, and then Monster <laughs> Hunter monsters coming in as enemies. Like, 
I think that game has a real chance. You just, you need to know what you're going in for. Yeah, I can see uh, Jarrett Bishop in the chat. I, I think I saw your comment on the forum as well. You know, oh, I've got to create a Capcom account. It's another account. I'm going to get spammy emails. Pro That's tip, I have I have three email addresses, and one of them is dedicated for stuff like this. That's what <laughs> I, I do. Just do. I've got the same thing. I've got three email addresses, all for designated stuff. Yeah. If you're If you're into Capcom games, the Capcom account is good for the fact that it, it ties in with a bunch of things and it's how their crossplay is always going to work. So if you get a game with them and that it has any type of multiplayer and crossplay, then, you know, just throw, stick that on the throwaway account and you're good. Mm. So nice. But yeah, nice. like the cool. actual, the actual gameplay of Exoprimal is really freaking fun. It's just mm. grindy on getting more variety to it, which is very important. And we also have a super chat. And a new member. If you want, you can click them. We next. do. Yeah, yeah. So we have your Danny Quazada down under brothers. Have yourself a weekend. Thanks, mate. It's always a good weekend when Collingwood wins. Always. You can All click the, the new members too. It actually shows up, unlike my thing. Wow. Yes. So the new members. Barry Look Donnellan. At Look at that. It's right, nice. Right got there. Like over 100 YouTube members. Yeah, it's good. There was a comment from a YouTube member earlier, and that didn't show up in this chat, which I find interesting, which was from um, Magnum Westward, who said, time to revive Pitfall. Yeah. I don't know why that comment didn't come up earlier. That's weird. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks. So, that's what we've been playing. Uh, now, I'm tempted to, to, to do the news in the order that it is. On, on I did it on screen. that. I did it on that. Uh, in that reason, I did it that way for a reason to maximize retention. I admit it. Lovely. That's good. So, yeah. just chat. Just while Jesse was on the subject of Exo Primo, I have a deluxe edition code. So you get all of the. I think Jesse, keep me honest here. You get all the season pass stuff with it. Yeah, you get the you get the first season pass, and you get some really cool cosmetics as well as owning the game on Xbox and the Windows Store. As soon as you guys have used your thumbs or moved your mouse and click like on the podcast right now as soon as we hit over 200 likes at some point i will put that code in the chat so pay attention you know chatbots are a thing we should probably be careful of maybe you make an imger of a screenshot of that and then you put link the imger oh okay that's smart yeah. just in case yeah, we've run into so many times where I put something up and there's only a few people in like the Twitch chat and then everyone's like, no, I didn't get it. There's like 10 wow. people and not one of them got it. And it's because of freaking chatbots. That's gross. That is gross. Boo to those people. Well, there we go. So I see how you fair, chat. You've got some time. You know, this podcast will be okay. on for a while. So first okay. up, news-wise, uh, Limited Run Games has revived some classic titles. Um, yeah, they have. What see me produce the shit out of that again? Yeah, it looks this is great. This this is great. I had to show this part because they're showing the Sega Saturn being revealed at E3, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Wow. Um, but yes, that is their show. Let me go forward. There you go. They start with Castlevania. See? Yeah. So Gex Clock Tower. Yeah. Tomba Come to Xbox. Yeah. Not Tomba. I mean, well, Tomba's not. Tomba's not reason. coming. Tomba's not coming to Xbox for some reason, but Tomba was also 
announced. Wow. The carbon I mean, engine. That's, that's kind of cool. Jurassic Park Classics Games Collection. Yes, Jurassic Park. Now, tell me something. With the Where's the Jurassic Park? I've got to go forward to the Jurassic Park Collection. Hey, look at that. Turtles. Boom. Hey. I didn't watch this show, by the way. No. Look how cool that is. I was asleep for it all. Where the hell? Yeah, I know. Where's Jurassic Park? I'm trying to find Jurassic Park. Where is that? Um, I want to know, is the Mega Drive, like the proper Mega Drive Jurassic Park part of it? God knows. I didn't see it. Where is it? Is it even here? Hey, look. MVG. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah. Hey, he was the, he was the lead down. Oh, look, straight as Jurassic Park. Yes, he was. Yes, from one dinosaur to another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has this now? Tell me, has this got the proper that really good Jurassic Park from Mega Drive on it? Because I didn't see it. Eight, eight oh, bit and sixteen bit. So that sounds like it. I know, but look, I'm seeing the footage mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing the Jurassic Park that I want, the mm-hmm. one that I remember and like off Mega Drive. I'm waiting. See, I'm waiting for this footage. Someone in the chat tell me. I don't see it. Look, it's not there. Wow. No idea. Maybe it isn't. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool pretty cool collection of games for those that uh, love the old school stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool that they've been able to do that. Um, in other news, and feel free to stop me if you if you have more to say on these subjects. Um, one of the well, we're not going to talk not... about the limited run show anymore. That's it. Well, what, what else do you want to say? I don't know. I thought we'd talk about like the games that they showed. They showed just so cool feel games. free to interrupt me if you if you if you've got something yeah. else you want to talk about. If you've Look, got, got more Shantae, <laughs> we've got more Shantae there. Look at that. Maybe I'm just enjoying the idea of cool. like. <laughs> Look, arcade and console. Look at that. They'll make me click remove, Nick. And... Turtles getting drunk with power. So good. God, can't stop him. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Sharing. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, yeah, and um, yeah. So, like, I know we're going to talk a lot about the the FTC's uh, Activision drama, but one of the pieces of news that actually came out of it um, that the FTC, I think, submitted for for their case was that. Uh, Tim Stewart, who is the CFO for Microsoft. Shouldn't we talk about this later? This was next to the queue. I'm just like, you, you can't do that while we're live, That makes, man. That you know, makes like, no sense. I'm that order makes queue. no... Why would that be there? We just talked about limited runs show. Wouldn't it make more sense to talk about ID at Xbox, IGN show now? No, sure. I'm... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just let things flow. No one cares like this. You're OCD on things having to match. No one cares. Uh, I tell you what, look, we have a I'll super chat. The shit out of some stuff. Boom. Yeah. Good to Brand see Jesse thought. and Xbox Zero back. And even better to see that Nick was not one of the nine guests during the epic Xbox Two yesterday. You know, so here's Rand being. So I didn't get invited, right, to Not this enough. thing. You know how many people were tagging on Twitter going, where's Nick? Where's Nick? Mate, the demand is there. If you want, if you want to show with gusto, if you want to show with impact, you have me as part of your show. He was, I, mate. I woke up at like six a.m. and I'm getting all these tags on Twitter. Where was Nick? Where was Nick? Where was Nick in the show? Mate, if you want to give the people what they want, clearly, clearly, get me on your I show. 
Um, Get me on your show. I've lost my no, flight. Do, do it in order. Go to the goddamn Indiana Jones one. Who cares? I've already written it. <laughs> Bam. It's there. It's up. Do it. Yeah. Anyway, Tim Stewart, CFO, Microsoft, uh, they did some analysis and they reckoned that they could offset 10 million sales for Starfield and Indiana Jones. Um, on PlayStation 5. I should have put that. Yeah. On PlayStation 5 with, with uh, Game Pass. Um, it can make up for it, which is a bold play. Um, it's it's that math it? that Grub always talked about before that they're going to run on things. We're like, okay, so these are not games as a service games. These are just straight up sales games. So the math ends up being a lot lower for them because it's not this thing that's just going to keep making money for us. So yeah, I mean, the only thing I the question I have is you know watching movies, listening to music are very unniche things. You know, every human on the planet probably indulges in some form of that kind of entertainment. Games, the, the, the very nature of having one of these most of the time as the barrier, you know, like I'm sure, you know, any blokes with, with partners that, that don't play games, you hand, you hand your girlfriend the controller and they're like, and they just don't, they can't, you've got to ease them in with something a bit more simple, right? And it's, we've grown up on this stuff. And I think that that barrier exists in a very real way that, that prevents game pass. You know, I think Phil said it at some point that the game pass has a, a ceiling. It has a, a, a saturation point and then the, that's it. That's all you're going to get. Like PC is growing faster than, than console. And I understand the, the, the gamble and it makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I wonder how much it's going to, work out in that regard i don't know tell me if i'm wrong what it'll, do you think it'll work out just fine it'll work out just fine okay that's why whenever i heard people saying oh why wouldn't they keep it multiplayer and cost themselves money no they gain money in console sales and game pass subs big picture long term lock it all down yeah it came out they do were it. i think they weren't supposed to say it but it was like roughly guesstimating it was about two million was one thing they talked about during the case like how much how many copies would they, or how many new Game Pass subs do they need to get to make up the difference in not having this game be, um, and having this game be exclusive versus multi-platinum was about 2 million new subs. Yeah. Easy. 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 easy money. <laughs> they lock out, if they lock down all of ABK, easy. And it's not just the subs, it's the console sales. And it's not just the console sales, it's the controller sales. And it's not just the controller sales, it's the sales of physical games. It's the sales of maybe people who rent movies off them. It's all those things. All yeah, it's, it's the platform. That's right. Yeah. Basil. It's maybe Jesus. those maybe those people become such fans that they go and buy merch. Maybe they mate, you've got to think bigger picture. Yeah. Gotta think bigger picture. Speaking of merch, uh our Xbox Illuminati t-shirt is available in the Xbox Zero merch store. Um Bit of a genius uh, uh, thing from pre-track. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm if I don't know if I'm revealing a little bit too much behind the scenes here, but the irony of the fact that we've had a channel in the Discord called the Xbox Illuminati for the better part of two years, <laughs> which was an Why inside joke. In it? Me in it. <laughs> there was an inside joke in our Discord that we were the Xbox Illuminati because we used to get accused of fudding the PlayStation Five back in 2020. Yeah, 
so we created a channel, a secret channel in the Discord called the Xbox Illuminati. So it's kind of funny to see that name now come along many years later. That's a channel where Aaron and Phil give us all our marching orders on on yeah. FUD. Yeah, that's my. I've spread. got Corey. That's where I've got Corey Barlog showing us God of War in there. Flagnarok. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you want to pick up an Xbox uh, Illuminati T-shirt. Uh, due to popular demand, we did add a bunch of variations for colors, um, but the design is genuinely super awesome. Uh, Pre-drag outdid himself, um, and I have to admit, it has been our fastest-selling, most popular oh. piece of merch to date. Like it actually sold a fair bit, which you is great. The giant really. super chat, Nick. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. I I, I mm-hmm. read that as a seven dollar super chat, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, six ninety nine, because I'm seeing anorexic going wow, and I'm like, it's only seven bucks. But no, it's actually more Whoa. like 70 bucks. <laughs> oh, shit. Faisal. Just, thank you, Faisal. Just dishing it yeah, out. Yeah, thank you, Faisal. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I saw anorexic go, wow, Faisal, mighty generous. I'm like, man, it's only seven bucks. Faisal's sitting there like, fuck, I meant to take <laughs> like, six ninety nine. <laughs> I'm like, six ninety nine. All right, relax. <laughs> I'm going to read this one. Won't be able to catch the show live today, but wanted to stop by and say that Jesse is awesome. Thank you for lying. Is he oh. <laughs> oh, oh, darn. Oops, I, love, I keep hitting I the wrong this. button. It's just the Is trolling of the podcast. Uh, Thank you, Anyway, uh, That means a lot. Next up, next up in the news, uh, Idea Xbox did a, a massive show and a demo fest. They showed off 40 games in partnership with IGN. Um, there's a decent... Didn't they release all those demos? There mm-hmm. are a bunch of demos. There's a new Marble game. Do you remember Marble Ultra? I remember the, Marble Madness. Three, yeah, I can't remember if it was Marble. No, it was Marble Ultra on the 360. It was one of the first Xbox Live Arcade games like back in 2005. Oh. Um, but yeah, there's a new Marble Blast. Maybe that's what it was. It was Marble Blast. Yeah, they've now got Marble It Up Ultra. Um, there's a bunch of stuff coming. Um, Frank and Drake. Yep. Pixel Cafe, well, Rain uh, World. I think we're just, just now. Produce. Oh, what are these terrible. guns? Oh, that looks better. How cool are these guns? They're very cool. It was a very That's not long even the real stream. show. Yeah, so they had a long opening and then a long end. It's kind of weird. Um, Hellboy looks really, yeah. really good. God, that, this game looks so good. Hellboy looks mm-hmm. so good. Look at that. That looks great. Art style well, like that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so... Well, like, what kind of game is it? It's a roguelike. It's like, like some sort of combat roguelike thing. It is a roguelike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. What's Thrilling. That? I didn't this might see be this, Everspace. That... Everspace Two got announced for um, consoles August fifteenth. It's already on PC. Yeah, I really need to. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Install that will be the time, time you're doing the review, John. You got a month. <laughs> you have a month. Okay. All right. All right. I'll I'll, I'll download it. Um, but I'll be playing mostly on PC, so to get a review out for. It's a sea of stars, which is coming out in a month and a half. Yes. Those developers, they're another developer that got somewhat harassed on Twitter when an Xbox version wasn't announced and they were pressured into it. They got got the Game Pass bag. Yeah, they got a Game Pass deal out of it. And now they're funded up the wazoo, I would wager, for quite some time. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. I I know people like to take a dump on. uh, 
Game Pass and have this idea that devs are forced into Game Pass deals and like are financially ruined. But don't worry, indie devs that get Game Pass deals, they do okay. That's that's all I'll say. Yeah, they they uh, do any, all right. Any other big callouts from the Idea Xbox show that you, you you liked the look of? I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I'm like I'm skimming through now because I didn't. It, all this stuff happens while I sleep, man. It all happens while I sleep. They did. They put so, a um. Yeah, they they put a uh, an article up, but yeah, yeah they're the just they're how cool locked. this looks. This looks like this looks like that fire and ice cartoon from 1983. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. does. I'm I'm loving more it? and more developers leaning into having fun with the art styles of games and not just this ultra yeah. realistic. It's so much more fun. Oh, I shared the wrong. Yeah, that looks so cool. See, John, they put up an actual list of all the games. I put the wrong link in there. I double. Let me fix this for you. That's okay. Do there you go. Now it's the. It, it does look like Dragon's Lair, Gary Barry. It does like FPS Dragon's Lair. Kind of did. Now it's the actual right, correct link that has a list of everything that was there. Axiom Verge Two was shadow dropped. Out of yeah. nowhere, just bam. Here you go. Was it? I thought. Yeah, yep. Why did I think Axiom Verge Two was already out? It, was, it has been out everywhere except Xbox. Oh, I was about to yeah. say, because I've got it on PS5, I'm sure. Um, okay, the so one that, that looked the coolest to me was Dreamers. I doubt you can find it. They also show this is Jackbox Party Back 10. Um, oh, they're bringing back TKO, which was the the, te- the T-shirt one, which was yeah. like one of the best mini games they ever made. They have version two now. But there was a game called Dreamers, which was really weird looking... A boating game, funnily enough, after um, Thomas talked about it, that looked fantastic. It was it was a good little show mixed in the middle of a lot of IGN stuff. Like yeah, the first yeah. hour was weird IGN stuff. Then the second hour was them playing Vampire Survivors co-op. But if you just watch the actual show, it was just a really good like playlist of um, interesting looking that, games. This one looks like that. Was it Rain Cat one? This is um What's Rain World game? Downpour. So this is a oh, downpour. Yeah, the X the console or Xbox version of a game that's been out on PC for a while with a big expansion and stuff. But the other one they showed, I don't know if you remember it, Nick. There's a game that looks a lot like Pentiment, but it's um it's the cross stitch. It's like they stitched everything and then Yeah, everything is embroidered. Yeah, that's kind of like Yoshi's Woolly World. Yep. Scarlet Deer Inn, where they had like they're going for the studio Ghibli style and like, you know. Mm medieval europe um that one looks really good it was in this show sea of stars yeah it was a uh, it was very good there was a uh, there were some gen- oh god this might be it i was literally gonna say stray souls really janky looking horror game oh um you need to watch this we need to watch this is that trailer. a naked it's guy with a shotgun pretty much yeah. this thing looks so weird it's it's got the music from the guy who did silent hill but other than that it just looks like a really bad indie third-person shooter horror game um it, right it kind of looks like it might be incredible to review i mean like they're trying really hard oh, wow look how no junky budget. that looks yeah they're 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 really pushing it like they have ideas and they want to do stuff and i appreciate those ones if they're bad fine but when they really try it's it's a lot more fun to review yeah. you give it a five with yeah. a smile instead of a four with a grimace <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It does look a bit uh, ambitious, but hey, I'm all for it. Yeah. Let's, it was uh, a really good show. This is called Birth, if I remember correctly. It's really weird, really weird puzzle game with 
disturbing faces on everyone. Great. Yeah. I, I like disturbing weird puzzle games. Yeah. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I love I love all this stuff. It was a very this good is, show. This is what gaming is for me. So I'll be checking out. Oh god, out the Fall Guys clone. So yes, stumble guys. guys. So the name is similar, but this is really big on mobile and it's got some different stuff. I don't know. But yeah. That's it just is, Fall Guys. It's just you know. Wow. But it adds in different genres in a way Fall Guys. Hot Wheels. Do. Yeah. Yeah. It's more wow. Robloxy than yeah, Fall yeah. Guys. Fall Guys is very we do one thing and it controls one way, and this really changes it up a lot. I actually think it looks it looks neat. They take yeah, the Fall Guys influence and then really, Yeah, I could see I could yeah. see my son playing this. Fall Guys sure. isn't that amazing a game. It just mm-hmm. had no. a really good social marketing team. Like they they somehow did all of these partnerships and stuff with with Fall Guys to to get loads of really good deals. <sighs> karateka. Uh, yeah, this was the weird this was the weirdest one. Oh, by the way, the we're documentary doing this, about Karateka? It's a documentary game. Like you buy it and you get every version of Karateka that's ever been put out and you can play them. Karateka. Like, Why'd you call it Karateka? Karateka. Karate. It's about karate. Karateka. Mm-hmm. Why would you call but it Karateka? Because it's... If you're pronouncing it the same way the Japanese people do. They don't go karate. They don't do emphasis on... They the say ways. karate. But, yeah, it's karateka. It doesn't matter. No one gives a shit. <laughs> No one cares. This is why you don't get to go on Rand's show, because you'll try and correct him, and then he'll just kick you off. Oh, man. I could definitely have been up too long. It's already 1 a.m. My God. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, that was the Idea Xbox show. Hooray. Uh, Lots of games for everybody in the world. And we we talked about the demo stuff, which is next, so we can just go to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of demos. There's your your Vampire Survivors co-op. Yeah, I really want to play this. I'm looking forward to it. It's a shame it's not online, but they did say they were kind of working on it. Oh, wow. So. What's this? It's How one. It's another look? one they've talked about before, the, the wordless game. How this cool is like a showing, yeah, showing off the gameplay of something that hasn't been announced before. It looks very nice. Yeah, it looks sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft Xbox have partnered with Harworth, who did a chair that I think Jesse is sitting on right now. Hayworth. They make sure you Hayworth, say Hayworth. Sorry. Yeah. Hayworth. Uh, they doing another that? Xbox yeah. chair. Um, Xbox it's version. It's a light gray and with lots of lime green on it. I'm not sure if it's entirely my jam, but yeah, it's another partnership, another chair coming. It's if the you... most comfortable thing I've ever sat in. Yeah. You're a How many Xbox Barnum. chairs do they have thus far? Just the Halo one, I think. Oh, that's it. Yep. So this is their first general branded Xbox gaming chair. Okay. For all the Xbox streamers in your life. Now that everything's going through. Maybe it's your turn. They don't do Australia. I literally asked. They're only in America. They're in Michigan. Yeah, we we asked last time. When you guys got your Halo chairs, I asked last time. I'm like, well, how the hell do I get a chair? You need to find, to find someone in, in. Yeah, you need to find someone with a distributor in Australia. Ugh. Ugh. I know you got to do. You got to do a tiny little bit of work. I know. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love anorexic calling you out in the chat, <laughs> Mister Seeger. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I admit I say that wrong. I admit I say that wrong, and I give the foundation for why, and even Sega Australia pronounces it that way, the company themselves. So at least I have a reason. Jesse has no reason for Karateka. Company's wrong. Yeah, I don't well, know. Based on the English language. Karate. 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 One thousand three hundred plus retro games to Xbox. I mean, that's how much is it though? It's a good question. How much is it? Detailed that too much? Because that's fine. That's that's a cool service, but it'd be interesting. Lifetime access is eighty dollars US. Eighty bucks. You can uh, thirty bucks a year. Yeah, thirty bucks a year or eighty bucks lifetime. For 1,300 plus. Includes Pac Man, Bubble Bobble, Metal Slug, a whole bunch of Oh, stuff. so they got rights to proper games. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Here, I, I will put the link in chat and people can see just how much shit they got. It's a lot. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They show all the. I thought uh, it was just going to be a bunch of games that, like, you know, I, I thought it was just going to be a bunch of games that no one gives a rats about so yeah no, there's some classics in there yeah okay yep. i love yeah, if you, if you click if you click the consoles down below it will show you what's on each one yeah, there's yeah. a lot well well andstream andstream had their own thing like literally yesterday did you see it yeah, allow me to once again produce. Look at that. Anstream had a July Connect presentation yesterday. Look at that. Wow. Showcasing the games and stuff on their server. So this is what you're going to get on Anstream. Oh, my God. Was that Xbox. Soccer Kid? Did I just see Soccer Kid? Do you remember that? Oh, no, the Amiga? I swear. Yeah, it's got a lot of Amiga games. Stuff. It's 201 Amiga games. Oh uh, man, I grew up on the Amiga. This is so tempting. <laughs> I Far love the out. Amiga. Wow, this is it. And they've got oh wow, indie games too. That's really Interesting. cool. Oh, this mm -hmm. game looks cool. Wow, they've got that. um almost three hundred arcade games as well. Isn't neat? Like Rampage and Joust and just a whole ton bunch of stuff. Did Smash they get a hold TV. of Capcom's? Did they get a hold of Capcom's games? Like which one? Let me look. Like your Knights of the Round, Captain Commando. I mean, I assume not. It's a really big Wait, list. Wait, is that MDK? So I, I was about to say, is that MDK? I haven't seen the yeah, other MDK. PlayStation 1, I think. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, there's two mean? PlayStation 1 games. Never mind. 40 <laughs> Winks and Loaded. Mega Drive and Genesis. Wow. Okay. Get to the Amiga this section. Very, this, is, very... this is what I need in my life. Screw the if Mega you click drive. the link, John, you can see all the Amiga stuff. You wanna? This is an indie Zool? game. This one that's showing right now. Zool was classic, man. Zool. Yeah. I might have to. I might have to indulge in this in some form. Yeah. 
10 it is really hard to read their sight listings. Oh, oh, reloaded. Oh, Loaded was a good game, yeah, man. People have been flipping out over this because it has so much cool shit. Yeah. This seems very interesting. You have to wonder how it's... Like, it's cloud-based, so you have to wonder about latency yeah, and stuff like that. It'll but... depend on where you are, your internet, yeah. your home network. It's always hard I to I hope know. they've got a trial, like a demo of it. No, there's no trial at the moment. At least you don't want to fork time. over the money and then it turns out it's not great where you are and you can't use it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's fair. Because, like, again, I'd be open to something like this. If I knew, like, <gasps> like I've tried, I've tried xCloud with, like, Xbox Live Arcade games and stuff on my Series X and they're basically flawless. Like, you pretty much can't tell them apart from native. If that's how this is... If this works like xCloud on my Series X, where it's pretty much can't tell from native, might be worth it, man, for 80 bucks. Oh, my God. They've got Simon the Sorcerer. They've got all of the Dizzy games, Crystal Kingdom Dizzy, Prince of the Yoke Folk. Holy shit. Wow. Street Racer. Okay. Oh yeah, th God. this is just an Xbox thing you buy. It's in the Xbox store and you play through an Xbox, but I don't think it'll be through xCloud because it's not Game Pass. No, I know, but but the, the way you're curious, playing yeah. these games, this app or whatever you're mm -hmm. buying is streaming them. Yeah, wow. I don't know I don't what their streaming back, background... No, yeah, I don't know what their streaming background is, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just wow. wondering... Oh, is that... Oh, Super Sidekicks. Or at least it looks like Super Sidekicks. Oh man! Oh wow! That's a pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. I got a Discord. Go and ask him. Yeah, I'd really want to test it before uh, and and check out what what that latency oh. feels like. Hey, was that Indiana Jones: Fate of Atlantis there? Oh, I thought it was Captain Commando. It wasn't. Oh, I was about to be all like, "What, Captain Commando? It's like one of my favorite scrolling beat 'em ups." God damn! That was like Alien Breed then. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, this is like very tempting. Very, very mm -hmm. tempting. Very cool. Amiga. Yeah, there you go. And stream, and and stream arcade. And stream. And wow. Stream. <laughs> the the link Geo is on here. In the in the thingy, actually spells it ant stream. Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter was legit, man. I loved that game. Holy shit, man. This looks wow. all right. Yep. This looks really all right, this. man. Shame there's no achievements. But... Oh, that's even better. Because then I can just play them and enjoy them. We are almost two hours in without talking about ABK and having two weeks of community questions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened yeah. to ABK? What's what's this ABK nonsense? I don't know. I'll have to get into I, it after the next about... few stories. No, I want to talk about what's really important. All right? Can we Can we raise a glass? Can we take For a Larry and remember Larry Herb, Xbox Live's Major Nelson? No, By the really way, his DMs like are he's... open, Nick. So if you want to get him on as a guest, now's your time. You're making it sound like he died. He's leaving no, no, Xbox after 20 years. So Xbox Live's Major Nelson, he won't be that anymore. He'll just be Larry Herb. Um, but yeah, after 20 years, and I think he's hosted the Xbox podcast for a significant chunk of that time he's, 
His DMs are not open. Okay, he's closed them then after a probably. No, no, no. I clicked and it's like get verified to message this user. Oh yeah. So yeah, so this morning they changed yeah. that for people, yeah. Oh, this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can they, I can I can DM. So him. Xbox era can message him. Okay. Yes, yeah, but th- this morning they changed it so that your default is oh, you only accept DMs from verified people. I gotta go in and change that. Like everyone now has to go in and change that because they're so scumbags. That's ridiculous, Musk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great to have Magic Nelson on. So Nick, if you want to try and work some magic, that would be super cool uh, to get him in here. I feel he'll ignore me. You never know. Try your best. See what happens. Because he's no longer sure, under yeah. the under the under the PR under boot, the leash under he's the not, he's of not the PR been, team. Isn't got the leash on anymore? Yeah um so yeah I, I have to try. but you know it's Frank. it's a it's a big moment right you know like he's been mm. a face on my dashboard don't you find the timing odd no i find it i find it because they just did a bunch of firings again and his, most of the people in his area were fired yeah so he probably yeah, I I think he, he put a i'm not trying to suggest something sinister i'm just saying that i wonder if there was an element of we're going in a new direction Oh yes, definitely. The the Tina the times and they team, are a change in yeah. Tina and... Meanie and her team led really good stuff around the whole showcase timing. Like mm. Larry didn't seem involved in that. They're it's just it's really just felt like it's mostly the the podcast and that's about it. So Yeah. Yeah. He's and yeah, they he's probably, probably let him go out on his own terms. Yeah. I maybe. I don't know. We maybe we can ask him. You know? It'd be good. It'd be an interesting conversation to have, and uh, I'd love yeah. to have it. So, yeah, let's see if we can get him on and and, and have a good chat. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he was a cool guy. Like I, I, you know, I know a lot of people give him a lot of a crap for the. I could see it in the chat. The very uh, the well-renowned channel smile. No, the angry Joe interview after the Xbox One mm. debacle. And yeah, I know there's a gif of him smiling with a fan, and as soon as the He's taking the pictures like it's the Chandler <laughs> smile. He goes, <laughs> you know how Chandler, as soon as the camera goes on, Chandler does that awkward face. Yep, classic. Yeah. But yeah, um, additionally, that's not the only thing that's leaving Xbox, and this worries me, chaps. This this concerns me greatly because I've been waiting for this. I know. All right. Suddenly now, apparently, this is Microsoft putting a bit of a dick move. Uh, mm. This was just a this was just a pilot. This was just a trial. It, we, we were just testing. It was never called that. It was being piloted in a certain number of countries. Yeah. And now suddenly it's being reframed as a we were just trialing to do some learning and now we are ending it. They didn't always call it the friends and family preview. It was always called that. But yeah, but there's no no plans like for it to expand. I would have thought like much thick, much like like PC game pass rollout, these countries first, then these, then these, then these. I was I've waiting been, for Australia to get this. I've got a family, right? My own kids. I've got my brother and his kids. And it would make so much more sense to have all of us yep. in that. Where, you know, right now my son has to go between my home and his and his mum's home. And if he wants an Xbox there, I'm now in a predicament where, okay, well, I'm not going to make his Xbox at his mum's house my home Xbox so that he has access to my Game Pass. But equally, if I do that, when he's here, I have to log in on his Xbox just so he can yeah, play the same stuff. It's not, it's not ideal. 
Um, I have a household of three Xboxes. So yeah, only two of those that. Xboxes can have my Game Pass stuff. And I'm not going to sub my daughter to Game Pass for a handful of games that she may or may not play. Like, I do have a thought about this, which is this was based on the old pricing. So you take it away and when it comes back, it's based on the new pricing and it costs more everywhere. Because when they brought it out a year, they brought it out exactly 11 months ago. Yeah. And so it was based on the, you know, $15 and all those equivalents yeah, yeah, in the yeah, different yeah. countries. So if they're ending this beta now, it comes back eventually as some part of big marketing thing where it's not as much of a bath for them to take compared to the new prices. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, disappointing. Uh, hopefully it does come back. But right now it's ending. No more Game Pass friends and family. Um, and there you go. That's all the news. So that's it. It's the end of the show. It's been really great. It's hanging out with you, chat. Ha, 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 ha. Just a friendly reminder, you are 27 likes away uh, from me giving someone uh, an XO Primal Deluxe code. So, you know, hit that like button if you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about it. Uh, my God. Like, I did a couple of videos oh. on this. Like even the video I did, so I did a video on this whole FTC stuff and all of the back and forth and all of the stuff going on yesterday. And while I was editing the video, another piece of information dropped where, you know, um, this CMA cat hearing was scheduled and I had to quickly go in and, you know, edit and record that and then edit it and, and put it together. And then I released it. And then as soon as I clicked release, within 15 minutes, another crazy piece of information dropped where the, the, the FTC had appealed and then it was denied. It's been insane. But the nutshell is the FTC appealed the decision to the judge. The judge very swiftly said, yeah, no, denied it. It's now gone to the appeals court. The appeal is still pending, right? That could be a year. We, had, we hadn't even talked about them losing the court case. Like, we hadn't talked about oh any my, of it. Oh, my God. We're so far back. Yeah. yeah. We wow. hadn't talked about any of it. you got to start at the beginning. Yeah, the FTC lost. And then they lost some more. And the FTC lost in court. Nathaniel Corley yeah. <laughs> coming through in the clutch. Man, the the, the PlayStation was fanboys leaping on that as, a, uh, yeah. as an that's actual. The, that's the that was revealed now. at the start. This the is FTC the said son. they have no problem. Yeah, like, <laughs> he chose this court, chose this judge, chose the venue, and I had no. But issues. she revealed, like they revealed from the very start that the like the judge was like, "Yeah, my son works for Microsoft, but like it's he doesn't work in Xbox. It's got nothing to do with anything." And the FTC is like, "Yeah, sweet." And uh it, you know, once they start clutching at straws like that, it. Like we talked to our last episode, we spoke about this topic and we said, you know what? <clears throat> there is room for some dodgy stuff going on that her son works for Microsoft and maybe she'd subconsciously be more inclined to favor her son's employer. I'll, I'll fully admit to that. Of course, human, human nature is human nature. At the same time, the FTC's case was such shite that there was no room for her to be dodgy because yeah. the FTC was doing her job for her. It was. By being I, worthless. The, this, her decision was brutal at times. But <laughs> it, it, it zoned in on one salient key fact 
is that the FTC seemed to forget throughout the entire case who they were meant to be arguing Protecting. for. Yeah. <laughs> and shit, like, the fact crazy. the judge, it's not a good look for your case, man. If the judge is like, I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about Sony. Wait, yeah, I think why we know we why. Sony? We know why it ended up going that way. And it's because the FTC didn't know the industry. And so they went with the biggest person, the biggest group against this deal, which was Jim Ryan and Sony. They took their talking points, they took their issues and their concerns, and that became their case because they didn't know the industry very well. They didn't do what Brazil did, and they didn't look into every part of it and figure it out and understand, oh, Sony's just full of shit. They took Sony's case and they were like, okay, we ideologically are opposed to this merger. This is the only way we really think we can stop it because we just don't really know much of this. And ever See, since the Khan's taken over, there's, they've had a, a huge there's a reason brain drain. I don't buy this. Yeah, because you're a conspiracy theorist. There's a reason theorist. I don't buy this because I know you're all. You guys are always trying to tell me, no, Nick, it's about big tech bad. It's about big tech bad. No, it's not. Sony is also big tech. This is why I've never understood. And if Sony was trying, they argument. would stop them. This, they're using Sony's arguments. They're not. But Sony's also Sony. a big tech company. Sony's also a big tech company. But they Sony's are not trying to a buy large anyone. technology company. But they're not trying to buy Activision. But they're the market leader. So but why are they trying being to protected? So yeah, what? It's not about. <laughs> they shouldn't be protected. But That's right. FTC, so what I'm FTC. so what I'm saying is Jesse and other people that don't want to say what everyone's thinking are all saying, "Oh no, they're just using the shit arguments because they don't know the industry." I'm willing to say what the people are thinking and don't want to say, which is just the more likely scenario is that there's probably Not just a more few like... PlayStation fanboys that are like high up at the FTC in the same no. way. Like, no, Not even a little bit. I, see, no one wants to say it, but like... Because it doesn't make any sense because it's an entire... Yes, it does. All they've, no, all they've done is try to stop every merger they can. And if Sony had a really big merger like this, if Sony was trying to buy a lens manufacturer, Sony's one of the biggest lens makers out there. The FTC would yeah. fight it tooth and nail and try and stop it. Like they yeah. don't want. So Lena Khan's entire ideology is companies should be capped on growth. They shouldn't be. A, and, and we've already gotten past that. The point where it's healthy. She wants to stop companies from growing. So if Sony was trying to grow, she would try and stop them. Even if someone else was giving her the arguments to try and help that, because she yeah. only cares about stopping them. She doesn't care about the actual legalities of all this because she knows they can't win. And and it, I think it's very frustrating listening to the argument the FTC made that's worse. because because you got to give you got to give is, the... it's really bad because it's setting terrible precedents. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> you you guys are fucking. Just, Colin, just I think that's worse than my fanboy argument. That actually makes them look worse than the fanboy argument. Yes, it does. It does. The <laughs> it fanboy argument doesn't like these. These people are clearly just not gamers, dude. Like, there's no fanboys in the FTC pulling the strings to to you know. Oh yeah, yeah we've got to protect Sony because PlayStation rules. None of them. None of the solicitors speaking. None of them. But that if, would if make more sense. Boys, they could have had. Some that would good make more sense though. At least. But you're, you're using sense in an area where it's ideal it's ideologically driven so they want to stop these deals so bad that they will use whatever tools they have necessary and that's mostly just delay tactics so they yeah. either try and bully small companies or they try and delay big ones and they lose in court they're like oh for four in court 
because they don't actually have many good lawyers anymore. Most of the most of their lawyers have quit since she took over and pretty much changed things from being, you know, driven by the law and instead being driven by ideology where they work backwards from their conclusion, which we've talked about a million times. They had, we need to block this. How do we do that? And it's the exact same with the CMA. CMA actually threw out Sony's arguments because like, they're just not good enough. The yeah. CMA is better looking in all of this than the FTC because the CMA said, no, Call of Duty doesn't matter. Please just shut up. We're going to drop that because we'll lose on that. And now they're actually going to win by getting some concessions on cloud. But the, um, the FTC yeah, won't that do we that. we said. We had spoken yeah. about that back then. Yeah. yeah. Like this, the CMA is actually, John and his country are doing better than my country in this because the friggin' FTC is just so dead set on using and my country's just waiting can. back well, my country's they... just waiting back to see what's going to happen they go oh, we side with them <laughs> yeah it's pretty 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 see through i think that the worst <laughs> thing about all of this is the the us you know and jesse you touched on it you know rather than actually fight on the merits because you're right if we fight on the merits you're going to lose which they have so what they do try and do the ftc is delay and and basically force these these companies to just fuck it's going to cost us too much money we can't do this anymore and we've seen that play out the ftc got spooked into thinking microsoft was going to close so they rush 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 you know they didn't you know they, they, they got alerted like what was it first of february 2022 that microsoft were going to mm -hmm. do this they didn't file anything in court in their administrative court until august of 2022 and then only six weeks before the deal closed did they think oh shit microsoft might actually close quick put a tro on it let's let's take them to court and now it's so dodgy how long they've taken it's cma it's and much, ftc so the cma i think the cma has been i think microsoft and the cma have been working on this ever since the cat yelled at the cma no you have to actually work with them on this you can't just go silent to try and run the clock out and once that happened then the FTC is like, oh shit, they're going to now have to just work this out. What can we do to desperately try and stop it? And that's what Judge Corley saw through. That's what the appeals immediately, like they, a lot of people are like, it's going to probably take a while for them to deny this um, attempt to extend their, uh, the temporary restraining order. And then no, it was like within an, af an afternoon, they were like, no, we're not doing this. It was really short. And they're like, nope, no. Yeah. And, and you know when when they tried to uh, appeal um, Microsoft, Microsoft was so scathing, so scathing. The, my favorite line from it was was talking about the whole delay tactic, and they said, second, the FTC's claimed emergency is entirely of its own creation. Microsoft and Activision first notified the FTC of the merger on February 1, 2022. The commission filed an administrative complaint challenging the merger on December 8th, not August. I was wrong. December. That's nearly a full year later is when they were like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want this to happen. Breaking from its standard practice in merger cases, the FTC did not file a federal court complaint seeking a preliminary injunction at that time. On the contrary, it set its own administrative hearing for August 2nd. That's where I got August from, 2023 after the merger was meant to have closed. Thus, the FTC acted for the better part of a year and a half as though this case was not an emergency necessitating federal court intervention. The parties of the court now face a time crunch because, and only because, the FTC did not file this action to preliminary enjoin the merger until June 12, 2023, less than six weeks before the termination. 
brilliant. Like that is just like the Microsoft was like, I give zero fucks. Like just tear them apart. Uh, it's, it was great to read. I have to. And read. Judge Corley was so the same dodgy. way in so much of her stuff. Like when she was talking directly to the FTC people, she was yeah. very nice and polite and cordial. But in that document, like the stuff we get to see was very just, you guys never showed, you never tried to show how this would harm, harm consumers. You yeah. only ever tried to show how this harms the market Sony. leader. Yeah. Yeah, because that those were the why? only talking points they had. That was all, they even, don't they didn't understand the the industry. And even don't. their economist, which they made this big hoo ha about that he was, you know, respected professor of economics, yada yada yada. <laughs> that the, the Microsoft team poked a hole. Was like, where did you get this twenty percent from? Even the judge was like, where does this come from? In the closing arguments, yeah. they did not try and defend it. They didn't even push back on it they just let that gaping wound bleed and it was very like well okay he's, he's just pulled this out of his ass is he it's like this is a a government-funded agency that had a year and a half to prep for it and they clearly did their preliminary thing read all the sony stuff took that as the viewpoint didn't bother to actually do any investigation genuine investigation and just copied the talking points it was not I, I still don't understand how there isn't more uproar over the fact that two major global regulators in the FTC and the CMA are publicly flaunting the fact that they're willing to go against their remit and just openly protect the market leader. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, are you guys for real, right? Like, I understand. Like, I get that it's difficult to for people to put aside their love for their favorite console. I, I understand that that's difficult for a lot of people to do. But I think people should be concerned that regulators are doing this. Like, just take away the video game market for a second and look at another market. If it was another market you cared about and your favorite widget wasn't the market leader and then you had the regulators protecting a market leader, you'd be outraged about it. Yet because your favorite console is the one being protected. Yeah, we're all cool with the regulator doing this openly and brazenly. That's nah man, you should be worried. Like it's not good. It's not a good I, thing. Uh, did you guys see on, on Twitter? So there was a couple of things that amused me. I saw one of them called out in the chat. Someone hacked the uh, FTC's Wikipedia page and changed their logo. Yeah, that was that was absolutely logo. incredible. That was Very and they're good. fighting. As a certain developer in our Discord revealed they're fighting back and forth on that Wikipedia page. So Wikipedia is trying to change. Someone's trying to change it back. And then these guys keep going back to Sony.com and like, they, they're Amazing. fighting back but, and forth on this Wikipedia page. Like outside of that, did anyone else notice? And chat, I'd be very curious to see if anyone else noticed. Jesus, crook. Faisal's now just rounded things up to an even hundred. Faisal. Right? Did he make a comment? He didn't even make a comment. Whatever you say, Faisal, we're going to read it out. <laughs> oh, okay. But I was talking yeah. to him in a DM on Discord and just saying thank you, and he he was saying how how wonderful I am in every way and how much he doesn't like Nick. It's kind of weird. I understand. I understand. Um, okay. But did you notice how many like suddenly as as it really came down to it, as it really finally was like, oh okay, yeah, Microsoft have won. Microsoft have won not just a little bit; they have won resoundingly you know there's no way this is gonna get stopped by america now or the ftc rather so many like 
journalists and developers. Oh, masks are slipping everywhere. Like that <laughs> well, was always going to Well, can happen. someone explain to me why this is a good thing? And all of the people I mean, that actually have to pay for video games are like, oh, this is great look at, for me. Look at the timing. Look at the timing <laughs> of Plunk, Plunkett suddenly stepping away from Kotaku. Well, I wonder well, why that is. That's interesting timing, isn't it? But it's not just those mask slips, but like the, even the fervor of, of the, the way the articles are spoken about. Instead hmm. of just delivering the news, no. these are the facts. There's always, always this, oh, let me just put this personal slant on the news. I don't think this is a very good thing at all. And I'm very disappointed and concerned. And it's constant. I saw a great one today, completely unrelated to the acquisition, but it just cracked me up uh, from a PC-centric publication. Mm. There was effectively like, oh, Starfield's spit in space and space is well boring. So it's yeah. probably going to be oh, boring. Yeah, I, I did say and I'm that. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, What's that about? What? Why are you writing this? What are you writing this for? <laughs> you haven't pl- Have you yeah, played it? Just- and somebody... Somebody tagged me and said, hey, hadn't you guys mentioned there are places that are probably already looking to have a reason to give Starfield a low oh, score? I can't wait. Yep. Oh, yep. Think of all those Don't I'll be, I'll be. I'll be having a very close look at that Metacritic score on Starfield. Don't worry. Oh, Baldur's Gate yeah. 3 will end up like 95 and Starfield <laughs> will be like 85. Yeah. For reasons. And I think Baldur's Gate 3 will be look. awesome. I think it will be incredible, but there's a reason. It'll score even better. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I didn't, you know, you all discovered now, thanks to this case, you all have now discovered why I didn't want this deal to go through. Um, But again, like, my issue is not the deal being blocked or not blocked. This is what people need to understand. Although people on Twitter don't seem to understand. I've been trolling on Twitter lately, which has been quite fun. Yeah, I saw your uh, the guy who dropped his PS5 down the stairs and you came back with other stairs okay? Other stairs okay? No, no, no. There was so, so I've got a I've I've actually got a friend who I've got to develop a friend at Bungie, believe it or not, who sent me a DM going, I've been enjoying some of your troll tweets. I'm like, which one have you liked the best? He goes, the one about the judge's son. <laughs> But I've had people replying to that tweet thinking I'm salty about it. Oh, God. They're like, have a cry. I'm like, do you think I'm upset about this or something? Like, I don't think you quite understand what I'm saying here. Um, it's been it's been very, very fun. Like that Street Fighter 4 tweet. Just buy a PlayStation 4. Uh, Street Fighter 5 tweet. If you want, if you want Street Fighter 5, just buy a PlayStation 4. That's what we all had to cop in 2016. Yeah. Me in particular, who wanted Street Fighter V on Xbox. It's just, well, get a PlayStation. That should that should have been the answer for everything to everyone. I, I like that the judge said that, I think, on day four or day five of that trial. She was like, but can't can't they just buy an Xbox? Like, can't someone just go and buy an Xbox from the store? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what like, about it's, it's, yeah. customers? It's weird. It's the, everyone treats it like Sony's customer base is its own market. Yes. And if this hurts right. that... This that this deal hurts that market, and she's like, "Well, no, it's the gaming market, which includes right. all of it." Yeah. So, and it's going to be in more places now. They're not taking yeah. it away from PlayStation, no matter what you guys keep saying. They have yeah. That, that's a lot of the replies on Twitter was stuff like that. It's like, but it harms those PlayStation. It's like, 
but they can just buy another console. And they're like, yeah, but what if they can't Or use the it? PC like, they own. Well, Sony's told you to get a second job before. Get a second job now. Mate, all these PlayStation console. owners have incredible PC rigs anyway. Amazing PCs, especially on Resetera. <laughs> They've all got monster PCs on Resetera, so there shouldn't be absolutely anything to stress about. Speaking I, I of Resetera, go on. Um, if you want to know what Lena Khan, her philosophy is, Nick, it's Resetera. She's on the wrong side of the right issue every time, pretty much. So she's big companies are bad and they need to be reined in and kept from being mm. strong. But she has no idea how to actually go about and do that, which is pretty much how Resetera just always gets their social justice initiatives wrong and ends up being on just sounding like a bunch of assholes. No, who, again, yeah. I get the job of a regulator and they have an important job. It's a really important job. They just went after the wrong yeah, she keeps there's so many things case. in this country to go after and this merger was not one to go after because it's not illegal. Go after not, ISP it's not monopolies. It's not illegal. It it's not that it's just not illegal. It's not like it's good for consumers. Now, the argument about whether it's good for the industry, I think is a deeper argument because yep. there's too there's too much there's too much left to hypotheticals that we will never know like so that there'd be two sides, you know. We had um. Oh my god. Who one of the fathers of Xbox? Not Seamus. Um, Ed Freeze. Ed Freeze. Oh my god! I don't know why I blinked on his name. Yeah, he didn't and like Ed Game Pass. He wanted to have a conversation. Yeah, with he him. had concern. He had genuine concerns about Game Pass. Uh, even Seamus, I think, has some concerns about all that stuff. So there's a deeper discussion to be had there. So there's a there's a bad side to Microsoft owning ABK long term, but you can also frame the good side. Like when people were like, "Oh, well, what is good for the industry?" Because there was that dude from EA, yeah, ironically, yeah. that tweeted out about, "Well, hold on, I don't understand Andy why McElroy. gamers are happy about this. I don't get why gamers are happy about this. What's in it for the gamers?" I felt like saying, "Really, dude? What's in it for the gamers? Like your company has a sub that has day one access on PC." And another part that's built into Game Pass and you can't see what's good for the gamers, like for real. Anyway, but for the industry, I get it. So th the good part is at the very least, you could say, well, Bobby Kotick's gone. That's good for the industry. Surely Eventually. that has to be a good thing for the industry that Bobby's out of the industry. So there's a whole thousands of staff that are under the tyranny of Bobby who can now go. <sighs> yeah, we're not under Bobby anymore. I, I would argue that's a good thing for potentially thousands of employees that they, they might like being under Phil better. Like say what you want about Xbox and how much you hate Xbox and first party sucks, blah, 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 blah. Microsoft has consistently been rated one of the best employers in the world. As far as I'm aware, correct me if I'm wrong. Y yes, but, but, uh, a lot of the studios that they have acquired and it will be the same for Activision as it yeah. is for ZeniMax is they are a limited integration company. So although you are owned by Microsoft, yeah. you ain't working for Microsoft. No, you're you know not what I mean? working for Microsoft directly, but just, yeah, I get you. But like, for example, Bobby, Bobby's basically all but gone. Who runs the show? So there's someone that 
that Microsoft is most likely installing there to run the show, whether that's someone from Microsoft or within ABK, they're putting someone new in there when yeah. Bobby goes and takes his golden parachute. That's true. That's true. So um, either way, all those employees are now breathing a sigh of relief, like, oh, my God, we're not under that arsehole anymore. Yeah, and then they recognised unions. Recognised union, which then inspires other unions. Like, there, there is some good things to come out of it. Um, if ABK is under Microsoft, all of a sudden maybe EA is like, okay, well, now we're not fighting with Call of Duty and ABK in the same way we were before because now they're part of one of our favourite partners in Microsoft. So now, like, there are well, positive knock-on effects to it. There are and there there are some like for some of the negatives like you know if, if I was EA I'd be like huh well okay PlayStation are going to play a pretty penny for Battlefield you know uh, marketing now or whatever yeah um, but is it because really who else are they going to sell Battlefield marketing to if it if Microsoft don't need it they've got COD so now PlayStation will be like yeah we ain't paying that I was like okay so I I'm curious to see. You know, if you've only got one person no, to sell with, hold on. Sell to. No, no, no. I, I don't assume that just because Microsoft will own COD, they'd never market Battlefield again. I I'm don't not, assume yeah, that. Yeah, that's an assumption from me, but I think it's a I, fair one. I, I don't assume that at all. I think Microsoft could very well market Battlefield in the future. Maybe. I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm just saying the likelihood is. I think when... Microsoft could even go and market COD with PlayStation. Just not do the 30-day exclusivity stuff and all the skin crap no, mate, and all the our maps first for a year. That That's never going to happen again. But I could see them doing marketing deals. No chance. Like, they'll get their, yeah, their money from the, the staunched PlayStation people that refuse to go, oh, I don't have to spend $70 anymore. I can just get an Xbox. They'll make their money out of them from retail sales. But they are going to take a great... Like, I expect it a couple of years from now is we'd like to welcome, as part of our first-party show, Back home on Xbox, Call of Duty, like they'll do something like that, you know. Like I know with with Ed Freeze, just wanted to briefly mention. I understood the math to be that generally across the entire population of video gamers, the majority buy one to two games a year. So mm. the math Cotton is, fever. yeah, the math is okay. Well, if they're only buying two games a year, if we could persuade them that it's actually you get all of these games for the same amount of money, $120 a year, $9.99 a month. Mm. But we get that as recurring guaranteed revenue. That's that's how we make our money because then we get them to spend extra in all these other places. That's I understand the, the math of it is that you are at a minimum getting your two games a year guaranteed and that, that pays for everything else. But I, I'd love to hear Ed and like, Phil debate that at length. Like, I think that would be a really interesting conversation because Ed knows his stuff, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, but, I mean, Emil in the chat is pointing out that they had marketing for Call of Duty and Battlefield in 2013. Who? Microsoft. Did they really? They did both. That's what, that's what Emil's saying. And if you think about it, these days, Call of Duty and Battlefield usually release about a month apart. Mm. There's no reason Microsoft couldn't still market both. And go, okay, Fair. well, in the lead up to COD, we're going to market the hell out of it. It's a first-party title. As soon as COD releases, you know what? We're all in on Battlefield marketing. No yeah. worries. All in. 
Because remember, EA Play is part of Game Pass Ultimate. So Microsoft still has an incentive to market EA stuff. It's part of their sub. Yeah. So I don't see why they, like everyone, like, I don't, yeah, I don't see an issue. Uh, we got a super chat from Enforcer Coffee, his first mm-hmm. ever super chat. I, I'm not sure what point he was trying to make, but. FTC uh, Lena uh, at Congress. Why don't talk about pro- it probably? Yeah. Yeah. I did watch a few bits of it. I it is it look I'll be I'll be very I'm not American so I should It was really a partisan state. circus. It was entirely it was, partisan. It was I watched some bits where some guy was talking about that you know Lena should you know should be proud and and people have acted abhorrently towards her but basically all of the democrats were really nice to her and all of the republicans were like you're doing a terrible job. Uh, the republicans were realistic her. about what she's been doing in ways but they were doing it for political theater. But at yes. the end, they did slash the FTC's budget by 25%. 25%, yeah. But it really, it was painful to watch gamers. I get why they did, though. That was I get why part. they did. Like, And again, I'm trying to put on my business hat here, which is a very horrible, poorly worn hat. <laughs> but I understand the thinking of reducing the budget by 25% because I, I guess the thinking might be, hey... We're giving them too much money and they're just going after everything and doing a shit job at it. If we reduce their budget by 25%, it might just cause them to focus on the stuff they know they can win and that they should be going after and put all their resources there rather than spreading these resources so thin across fucking everything that they're losing all of it. If we pull in their budget a bit, it might inspire them to go, okay, let's ignore video games because... Microsoft's third, Sony's first. Let's let Microsoft compete. Hey, but hold on a second. Facebook is the leader in this, and now they're trying to buy their next nearest competitor. Let's go after this. I'm just going in hypothetical. You're thinking logically. um, The GOP doesn't do it. Yeah, but the GOP is never logical. They're (laughs) only doing it to harm people and to because they're getting lobbied. So companies pay them nonstop. You can just pretty much pay a congressman whatever you want. And congressmen get to inside trade in America. So um, like the entire system is the GOP doing everything they can to make as much money as they can. Uh, and the Democrats are also mostly doing that, but not all doing that. So in the end, it just ends up being a bunch of donkey no. shit that doesn't help anyone. So... Jarrett Bishop in the chat. No, that's not what I'm saying. He's like, Nick, you are essentially saying a NASCAR team need to race with the stock on the Civic and maybe they'll win more races. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What yeah, I'm you're talking about is, the focus. Yeah. Right now, Jarrett, the FTC has 10 Honda Civics that they're trying to win races in against a bunch of Ferraris. Rather than having 10 Civics against all these Ferraris, buy one or two Ferraris to race against Ferraris and try and win those two races. That, if I'm going to use your analogy, buy one or two Ferraris to race Ferraris rather than buying 10 Civics or 20 Civics to race against Ferraris. The issue with the setup now is the FTC needs more money and more power too, but they need to have better direction for it. Um, This constantly losing in court and setting bad precedents, like I get it, they... They feel like they don't have, she's trying to say like, we don't have any other options because the laws have gotten so bad in America and so pro-corporate that it's really hard for them to actually do anything. 
but the way in the end the way they're going about it under her just isn't working that's at right all. They, but they, that's what i'm saying they're wielding their budget in an irresponsible way yeah and, i don't think it's going to change by, think... by lowering it i uh, know i know no, i'm just saying you're my thinking, thinking logically yes is focused not. the budget yeah my, yeah my thinking is reduce the budget to force them to focus the budget more appropriately is my thinking that would be the night it would be nice not... if no yeah the gop doesn't give a shit the gop just wants to harm any regulatory bodies that's what they've been going after non-stop since trump essentially is just trying to break down regulators and their power as much as possible because companies are giving them boatloads of cash to you know buy their influence so you're thinking of it in a good way of, of a government body that's actually trying to help when the reality is whenever the gop is involved it's pretty much just well what can we do to make more money off of this thank you very much giant tech companies please keep dump trucking money on Again, us and we'll do whatever you want. I, I understand what Lena yes. wants to do. And like I said, when regulators are doing what they're supposed to do, it's a good thing for everyone involved. I just think that in this case, they saw, yeah, they saw it's Microsoft and they're like, well, it's Microsoft. Mm -hmm. We have to stop them mm -hmm. without looking any They chose to block that. it before ever looking Assessing into it. it. Yeah. yeah, they already made their decision. They already gone. Yeah, we're going to block this, and that's oh, why like, the case is so bad because they don't understand the industry at all, and they just like, had to take whatever talking points people could give them. If if Microsoft was trying to buy Slack, one hundred percent go all in blocking it. That's where you go. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> There's like Slack is you're literally buying your biggest competitor in that online communication yeah. space when you've already got the monopoly with windows and office and now you want to buy out slack they're, they're already so being teams has punished. no competition yeah they're already being fined in in eu for bundling teams with office so yeah, that, that's what i'm saying so that's where when you see microsoft that's where you go but you can't yeah. just see the name microsoft and go well we're going to go for it when it turns out that microsoft in that industry is like nothing I say nothing, over-exaggerating, but like they are not even remotely close to yeah. being a market leader. And even their market is actually really tiny compared to the rest of the market, which is mobile. Yeah. So you're focused so heavily on console and PC, or, or you're, you, they, they were focused so heavily on console that then Microsoft can come in and just say, well, this shit's not nearly as big as PC, and it's not nearly as big as mobile. At which point, all the arguments just die. Hey, before we but continue, because there's plenty to talk about, apologies for the interruption, but chat, are you ready? Chat, are you paying attention? Chat, this is important. I'm talking to you directly. Pay attention. Are you ready? Yankee, Romeo, Victor, three, Romeo, Mike, Mike, Yankee, Charlie, three, Whiskey, Juliet, Mike, Quebec, Delta, Romeo, Kilo, Yankee, Foxtrot, two, Yankee, Yankee, Hotel, Charlie, Zulu. Sorry, just wanted to give that out. I was going to be likes. such an asshole and then start going seven, five, two, <laughs> two, eight. I would have done it if you were doing that. <laughs> I just totally screwed up with that code you were giving out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, fair play, fair play. Um, but it's a good point to pause. And, and I don't know, uh, we got a super chat from Gary Barwick. Yes, there's a super chat from Gary Barwick. With ABK done, what companies are now guzzying themselves up and saying, hey, Microsoft, how you doing? 
Well, I, I'd like you to, all, yeah, you all like, know my feelings. I do, but here's here's the rub, right? Okay, they have successfully close, but successfully we understand. You know, UK is the thing, and we'll get to this in a second. But it's nearly the, done. The biggest publisher, right? They bought the biggest publisher out there. So, do do you really see them going for? You know, I think you can say quite happily take two they're not gonna go for take two or no, no, no. EA. Like, they're not gonna the do ones of those He's... size are out right they're, they're out yes it's but small stuff now i still think they could go for one of the smaller ones without too much of a an eyebrow yeah, of raising course they, can. they can and they can go for a japanese one now with no like again Given the wider context, given the wider context of everything that came out with FT with the ABK and everything that was, uh, everything that was revealed with ABK, everything that's been thrown at them with ABK, and what the resistance they received with ABK should now make a, a smallish Japanese publisher acquisition uh, fade complete. Like, because if they're going. For a Japanese publisher, what are you going to come at them about to fight against it? Um, like, I, like I'm trying to think of the argument. Like, Sega now. Sega would be like a $5 billion, give or take, acquisition. So it's already barely big enough to register on any regulator's ra radar. Like, even Bethesda at $7 billion or $8 billion didn't really register on a regulator's radar. Sega would be even less than Bethesda. And, and none of them have a card. So that also is huge. And yeah, none, none of them, them have, have a, a unicorn. <laughs> and and Sega and, and is a Japanese company. It's already been established that Microsoft has no presence in Japan. And it's, they regulators were coming after Sony in this about their Japanese dominance and what they do to Microsoft in Japan. Yeah. So... You'd think a Japanese publisher would be like, sweet, tick, not a problem. Bring me Sega, please. Now that this bullshit's basically over, can you please bring me what I actually give a rat's ass about, which is Sega? Bring Capcom. back Fighters Mega. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know if Capcom's on the table anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't reckon they are. <clears throat> I reckon there's more chance of Square than Capcom. Square at this point. And the good thing, so well, the look, good look thing the after um, the good thing after this for you, Nick, is you might not care about ABK, but ABK will pay if they were to have a Sega or someone else to be able to be more experimental and get more smaller stuff out because they've got Call of Duty and all them paying and making money constantly. So yeah, that, that is the benefit. benefit for you. But yeah. I just look, the the only reason I think they're looking they'd look more at Square than Capcom is look at the pattern. So Sony started going after Bethesda stuff. It inspired Microsoft to buy Bethesda. I took that Sony, Sony sits there constantly trying to money hat COD stuff. They buy APK. And what else does Sony go for? Square stuff. And Capcom so does not have much mobile, unlike Square, who do. Square has a very full-on mobile division and a relatively successful one. So mm -hmm. I I would say Square would be more on their radar than Capcom would. Capcom has basically nothing in mobile. Look, they seem I don't know to if have you a know decent much about Japan, but honor and shame yeah. are huge parts of it. 
But what I'm saying is <laughs> they seem to have a decent relationship with Capcom. Exoprimal Game Pass Day 1. Path of the Goddess Game Pass Day Kimitsu 1. Kimitsu Gami, if you want the full name. Yes, yeah, sorry. Street Fighter 6 uh, on Xbox. So the the relationship's not damaged with Capcom, and I don't think Capcom's that interested in... Yeah, it's so just I, the I marketing if, shit that Sony pulls with Capcom that's annoying. Yeah, and, and Capcom doesn't have a mobile presence. Sega has mobile. Square has mobile. Sega has a ton of PC. Uh, so to me, of the Japanese publishers, my guess would be 100% Sega would be number one, but I reckon Square would be on their radar. Now... And some of the now, Korean thought, ones, too. Yeah. If you thought Sony was resisting APK, can you imagine how much they're going to resist Square? <laughs> that would be... Nintendo would resist that one, too, because Nintendo works with them a lot. Yes, but I, I understand that Nintendo would resist Square, but I think... Or Nintendo they'd work with Microsoft to keep it up. Top, hello. Whoa, what the... F- <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I'm producing. I'm the producer. Nope, I got it. Me. Got it. What? I mean, yeah, wow. Gee, like Tops executive producer, become yeah. an executive producer of this podcast. So he is the highest tier Patreon. And if you too want to emulate Top in even a, a small Thank fashion, you. head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox era and show your support because uh, we only get to do the stuff that we do because of crazy people like Top <sighs> and Torn Raptor and everybody else like Faisal. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Like, geez. Jesus! Yeah. Wow, it's going—it's uh, well, going a very long way towards me being able to keep working on the site. It's, uh, yeah, it all helps. Hey, it's not going um, up Nick's nose. I've got some important questions. I don't do drugs. Uh, chat. I want the chat to get involved with these questions with some answers. Nvidia signed a deal. Ubiquitous signed a deal. Boostroid signed a deal. EE signed a deal. Everyone signed a, signed a ten-year ten-year deal. Call of Duty cloud streaming and stuff microsoft offered sony a deal sony said no i don't like that deal it's not good enough they I offered them the same 10 screen. years of stuff right mm. sony still haven't signed the deal no now am i right in thinking that if sony still don't sign the deal microsoft- say deal it's a licensing agreement if, well, if, it's if, it's a commitment to what Call of Duty will be on the platform. They've already yeah. got the, they've already got the Global publishing. publishing agreement. Yeah, but yeah. this is my question: If Sony still refuse after it's clearly going through, Jimmy boy, you know, I can imagine Phil like Jim. <laughs> People are you, keep are you saying sure? that. I didn't think if you don't have a licensing agreement, how can you legally release a game? They on have the a global pub. They do. They have the global publishing agreement. They as a so Activision Blizzard as a publisher let Sony know when they're putting games out. Like they've got that. They don't have to get it an okay. They're okay to just release their games on there as a licensed publisher. Yeah. Now what that, what that deal would be about this one, that what that deal would be is full parody on perform parody across the board, wherever we can get it, you get the same content. We'll make it run as best we can. Like all those things that that's what the agreement is. And, and we will not pull the game off for 10 years. Sorry, go John. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, look, I can see, like I can that. see the chat saying Microsoft and yeah, you're right. Phil Satcher, everyone was like, yeah, we're good. We're good. It's our intent to still release Call of Duty. Yeah, but they've also said as long as Sony lets us. Exactly. 
Now, if Sony refused to sign the deal, and if Sony gets so bitter about this, they turn around and be like, "Nah, we don't. We don't want your smelly cod. Yeah, it smells like fish." What happens? Well, Sony, just Sony denies it. Then yeah. That's what I'm trying okay. to say. If Sony don't sign that licensing agreement, I don't see how legally well, they can they, release they don't, on PlayStation. They don't have to sign the licensing deal. But if they say so, the way it is now, there's nothing that would keep Activision Blizzard from being able to make the game constantly for PlayStation 5 because they have those dev kits. But what Xbox is talking about is if they won't give them to us, we can't have a version for that platform. So the Call of Duty on the next gen. Well, they didn't give us dev kits. We literally can't put it out. That would be Sony's choice. That wouldn't be Microsoft saying we're not going to put it out. But for now, as long as Sony doesn't rip up the publishing deal with Activision, then whenever Activision makes a game that they want to put on PlayStation, they can. Like ZeniMax can do that right now. They still have their deal. They still have their kits from, you know, they do Elder Scrolls Online and all that stuff. Like they still are a publisher on the platform. They can put games out. So if PlayStation are making a pro console, they would mm-hmm. naturally want to update their developers that yep. a pro console exists. If it's coming imminently, one would imagine that Activision, as an independent company right now, may have already owned dev kits. But that would have been 18 months ago, maybe not. But I'm very curious because they never outright said, we're releasing a PlayStation 5 Pro or whatever. But they made this big hoo-ha about, oh, we wouldn't send them dev kits. And I'm just thinking for the next COD, if the PS5 Pro exists, are they effectively saying that when when that COD version comes out around that time, it's not going to be updated for PS, PS5 Pro, if that is real, because Sony refused to give them the updated SDK, dev kits, whatever, to allow them to build a version to that parity. Is that accurate? I don't know. Yeah, like if, I, if I they don't, assume. yeah. So they would, would only be able to make a PS5 this, version. I would also yeah. assume that once this deal goes through, there'll be a lot of ABK studios that are probably sending dev kits back too. I know a lot of Bethesda Zenimax, right? ones did. Yeah. I know a lot of Bethesda studios sent dev kits back. Wow. As once Phil anymore. said, everything everything Xbox. Wow. You don't need them anymore. Two, two new super them. chats. If you want to get to them quickly, you can go to Starred in our little private chat here. They're right there. Oh, look at that. I can see that. Uh, good old Collingwood. On the RDX podcast, <clears throat> the suggestion was that the acquisition that was cancelled in favour of ABK was square. It's the suggestion <laughs> that the sale of the Western Division to Embracer was a direct result. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Maybe. So Square were in I negotiations I, with I, Microsoft... I ABK became an opportunity. So. No, I don't think so. You don't not, think the RDX? You don't think the RDX podcasts are correct about that? No, no. I'm just saying, not from what I've heard. Okay. And another one, not from from not Will Allers. Uh, Will Allers, thanks for the show, fellas. No worries. You're welcome. Most. I welcome. understand we're not quite as professional as we normally look. I am currently in the process of trying to sort a couple of things out to make even this version of the podcast look as close to our normal one as possible should we need to go stream yard again um mm, this yes. one's fine i think on the whole yeah it's, 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 i know but i want to get an animated version of this background 
Yeah, it's tough. You only get three megabytes. It's ridiculous. I know. It just it makes such a difference. I reckon just having that animated background makes such you can a have, difference. You can have twenty megabytes for a still image. But only three for a GIF. I'm like, why? Why not give us at least five? At least five. If you could do the 20, I literally could make one that looks really good and moves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, you could even next just, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Anyway. Um, Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if there was so much. I just wonder. I don't know if there was so much an acquisition canceled or an acquisition put on hold. Yeah. Like you got to, re- you have to imagine, given, given the resistance, given all the crap that's been going on with everything. My assumption would be that because remember, Ma- Microsoft would have merger and acquisition staff, and they'd probably be teams of staff. It wouldn't just be like one small group of four people organizing all this. It's Microsoft we're talking about, yeah. so they probably have teams that okay, this team is going for Sega. This team is going for paradox. This team is talking to uh, who are the who else was in that list that we saw? Square, um, IOI. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, this team is looking after these studios, so they'd have teams. Yeah. So I don't know if an acquisition would be cancelled per se, but what would be happening is Microsoft would be taking all the teams and going, guys, we got to get ABK through. So everyone, all hands on deck. We're all on ABK. Once ABK is closed, those teams then go back to where they were. Like they'd be, I'm guessing there'd be understandings. There'd be maybe handshake agreements where it's like, well, okay, we've got to deal with ABK, guys. We'll be right back. Again, this is just me speculating here. Yeah. Um, I fully expect so I smaller studios like Certain Affinity or, or, or you know, partners Sobo, to be um, looked at again almost almost immediately. You'd think. You would think. You know, remember, it's already Microsoft been has so an agreement. Delayed. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft has that agreement with Sega for, for Super Game or whatever it is. Super Game. The, there's a partnership there. That I'm sure there'd be workings ongoing there. Um. So I, I don't know if anything would have been cancelled. The only thing that I reckon had were a hundred percent was lost because of ABK was Crystal and Idos. Yeah, I reckon Crystal and Idos were one hundred percent lost due to this bullshit. Um, yeah, like they could have been perhaps not negotiating with Square for an overall acquisition, but negotiating with Square and would have made a bid for that Western asset, but mm. couldn't because of ABK. Yeah. That that's so the sort out. of thing that I think was lost yeah. with this. Do I still hope that Embracer is happy to flip Crystal Tomb Raider they and Idos to money. Microsoft? They need. Do money. I still hope they're willing to flip and go? Well, okay, we paid three hundred mil and took on all their debt. Microsoft, if you want Crystal, Idos, and Tomb Raider for a bill, I mean, Tomb Raider is a great get as an IP. That's that's yeah. your, it is seemingly licensed to Amazon. Oh, yes. okay, it's already licensed. They're publishing the next. Oh, yeah, one. of course. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, yeah right. but that'll be multiplayer. That's fine. But they, mm-hmm. if they then buy the IP, they can look at that contract and say, okay, well, how long is it licensing for one game? Cool, let's get that game out, and then 
it's back with yeah, us. Or, or cool, yeah, get that game out, but we'll change the contract. We'll pay a little bit of money. We'll have it on Game Pass as well. Thanks, you know. Some, some, they'll, they'll, they'll work something some, out. Some, yeah, the Outer um, Worlds thing where they, they just get it on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I would still hope that, again, that's just me hoping and coping in the hopes that they can still find a way to get Crystal and Eidos. Um, Got another but, super chat. Oh, from Jordan and Doe. Um, Acquisition-wise, I think IOI is a pretty good bet. I would think Remedy has to be under serious consideration as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not I don't Remedy. see Remedy wanting to be under Microsoft. No, they they, they are not fans, <laughs> it seems. <laughs> they love him. They're loving the PlayStation attention, assuredly so. Yeah, I, I don't see Remedy... Again, I could yeah. be wrong, but I just I don't see Remedy wanting to be under Microsoft. Yeah. Oh my god, this camera. Just leave it alone. Um, stop, stop touching it; it will fall off. I noticed it was slowly, slowly leaning back again. Uh, dunk. Yeah. Um, but anyway, right. So look, hey, uh, the the situation now: FTC lost, FTC appealed, FTC. Uh, appeal is still there, Went but they asked for a temporary circuit. stay. Judge denied it. They asked the appeals court for a temporary stay. The appeals court denied it. The appeal will still be heard, but it's could be. It won't matter. So it the, the appeal now. for the PI won't matter because they'll have already closed and there's nothing to get a PI on. Yes, exactly. So it's effectively done and dusted. Um, they lost three days in a row in court. They lost one day to Microsoft, one day to someone else, and then the net the third day to my, to Microsoft again. Yeah, so Very impressive. Yeah, now now this is where all eyes turn to the UK. So there was a lot of uh, scuttlebutt and discussion that Microsoft would close over the UK. That is unlikely. Here's my take, and I'm very curious if my colleagues agree with me. It's very clear that the discussions have been picked back up again following this decision, perhaps, um, from Judge Corley. I think we had the CMA mid-trial, mid-trial, say to the CAT, which is the Competitions Bill Tribunal, uh, hey, uh, uh, we're not going to have enough staff and time and stuff to, to do the uh, do the case like this soon, like in in in, in late July. Can we can we delay till October? And the cat were like, Psh, unanimous, get the fuck out of here. You've had a year and a half. You you're going to be in court. What are you what are you even doing? And they and turned what? that decision yeah. around in a night, right? Mm. Unanimously slapped back down and wasn't that even angrier with like how come you haven't been talking to them like yeah. how come yes why have you, like, why have you taken so long why and why are you not trying to find remedies for this why are you just trying mm. to block it outright and, and now now following the decision the microsoft team and the cma announced a joint proposal to the cat to pause litigation Hang on, yeah, we're, t- we're, we're, we're talking now. We're talking. There's no point in opinion. We're going to figure something out. Then the CMA poured cold water on it. Oh, they're going to restructure the deal. We're going to have to reinvestigate it all well, from scratch. That That is a formal. That is just how it works procedurally. I know, I know. So that was the drama. And then we now have a, a cat-led uh, joint uh, 
committee hearing meeting between Microsoft, CMA, and the CAT, and it's scheduled for Monday. So they can close in the US and 40 other countries across the world, apart from the UK, yeah. as of now. Yeah. But they're going to be meeting on Monday. Now, frustratingly for me, I'm actually in London on Monday. Um, <laughs> like, I'm going to be in a meeting with a, a, a large company in London until like half past three, four o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm not going to be able to look at my phone, keep up to date with any of this. So I'm going to walk out and see what the carnage is. But do we think, and this is the rumor, Financial mm -hmm. Times and a few other places have reported that Microsoft have offered to make a small divestiture. And that divestiture apparently is the UK only cloud gaming rights. So instead of Microsoft giving a license to stream the game, they are selling mm -hmm. the rights to sell a license to another provider. Now, my take would yeah. be EE because they're the largest UK network provider, incredible fast speeds, and they already have an existing relationship with Microsoft. Do I really think that that's going to make a blind fucking bit of difference to the overall state of play? It's probably going to cost the UK consumers more money. Good job, CMA. Um, and it might mean that we don't have everything in xCloud that we normally would, but otherwise, sounds pretty reasonable. What do you reckon? What do you reckon is happening? Do you think that's a reasonable divestiture to make? Do you think it makes a bloody bit of difference? I don't. From, from whose perspective? The CMAs. So right now, without the divestiture, the, the, the Microsoft could decide who to allow licenses to to stream the games. But what blows my mind here is the European Commission has already negotiated and won global mm. rights, automatic 10-year deals for any cloud provider to be able to stream games owned by players. So if I buy Call of Duty on PC, I own it, I can stream it from NVIDIA if I choose to purchase an NVIDIA subscription. But yeah. now what they're saying is Microsoft are going to sell the rights to sell the licenses to stream the games. So they don't have any say, right? So does this mean Microsoft would have to pay the provider to be able to stream their own games on xCloud? And that's somehow better for competition? How? I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. And this is why... Why I'm would like, Microsoft want to do that? Well, to, to, to get, get the, the whole deal, deal done. Yeah. But my point is, what, what, what's the pro-competitive effect that the CMA would sign off on that as, as a as a bonus chat if you have any idea <laughs> let me know i have no fucking idea what difference this makes in the competitive landscape that would allow this deal to go through if that's and that's a rumor we don't know if that's true but that's what the scuttlebutt is it just it's just a bizarre like what fucking difference i don't know what they that, want yeah, to, from, they from want the to cma's win. perspective what does that achieve it means microsoft can't pick the winners someone else does Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just it lets them say they got they got to win. Imagine if Sony bought the rights to stream cloud streaming Activision games. That'd be a turnaround for the books, wouldn't it? Weird. I don't get it. And also, I like those licenses it. are going to be free. That was the whole point. You can't charge. Exactly. Them. They're just free. It's just so, it's just to get a PR win. It's it's to say surely yeah. surely at least initially. They close everywhere else except the UK and continue to work it out with the UK. Well, that's interesting. There's a poll up yeah. in the chat. Will Microsoft close ABK this week? 
lots and lots of conversation has been had on can they close over the UK? I have no, like, they probably don't want to because of the effect it would have on their reputational uh, side of things from a regulatory point of view, like to just say, fuck you, CMA. If they have agreed a path forward with the CMA, but procedure has to play out and paperwork has to be done, and they have agreed with the CMA and the CAT that they are going to close whilst this paperwork is done and then the UK will follow, then they're playing ball. But to just yeah, like, close arbitrarily over them is is not going to happen, I don't think. Yeah, because the, the way it would happen is, okay, we will close fully agreeing to what you want, but they still have the right to try and fight that later. So they can close, they accept a bit the structural remedy, but then they can still do their appeal to the cat to try and get rid of that. And if they lose, then the, the CMA gets exactly what they want anyways. So Yeah. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, but Microsoft has got to pay $3 billion if uh, if they don't close by Tuesday the 18th. Look, <laughs> they're not going to have done all this work and Activision are going, well, if, if, if you can't do it, we're going to walk away and just take our $3 billion. Their shareholders stand to make a lot of more individually just on the sale. If, it, if mm. they've beaten the biggest dragon and the other dragon that was holding up the deal is coming back to the table – they're probably yeah. willing to sign. If an extra they can of say, weeks. yeah, if, if they can say, we need one month and we can get this done. It's very different than, well, we just need more time to keep trying to fight it. If you can just say, yeah, it's done. We just need this time for the regulatory hurdles. But why? But why not just sell. close everywhere else? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the legal answer to that. But why I, not I, I, just close everywhere else and then sort it out with the UK as? You need because, to. Well, that's kind of what we're talking about with the sorting it out where if they close yeah. accepting the remedies but then still fight the remedies that is essentially just figuring it out later yeah i know it, but what i'm saying is in terms of the deal the deal dead because we don't know what activision how activision feels about the deadline right we don't know yet how activision they, they what if know. no i know but that's what i'm saying so what if so what if closing everywhere else saves them the renegotiating the 3 billion payout whatever whatever what if closing in the other 40 countries saves them all that bullshit they can operate as normal everywhere else and sort it out with the UK don't know don't know how so they for would, now, I don't know how that would work i think okay. the UK's and the world's regulatory authorities and governments would see that as microsoft unless they've got permission from the CMA to close everywhere else. That's the key thing you're missing there. They have permission to close everywhere else whilst the UK... Why does the CMA out. talk for the rest of the world? Mate, I agree. I don't think they should, but... I still don't believe they do. I still don't understand this, where this no, idea that they talk for the rest of the world They put it in their own from. agreement that they would assure regulatory agreements from, and they called out the UK as a, as a key component of the deal. So they've already given the power for the UK to veto the deal. I think the UK's order to, no, you can't invest in each other for 10 years worldwide is a bit like, uh, you can't tell an American company what to do with another American company, buddy. I think that's an overstep, but they still agreed to put the UK on that list, right? So there's two different elements there, but they can't just close over them. The impact to their reputation would be catastrophic. And this is a company that does not want regulatory oversight to come in and go you're too big now we're gonna we're all gonna group together and break you up 
Like that's a bad move for Microsoft. That's what you've got to think big picture about this stuff. Yeah, it's all really nice to go, fuck you, CMA. What do you know? But that's not how it's going to actually play out in reality. Um, but yeah, I would love to see it happen though. Don't get me wrong. The entertainment factor would be through the roof. <laughs> yeah, we've closed over the CMA. We're, they're wrong. And just, we're pulling out of the UK. We're going to set everything up in Ireland. <laughs> Screw everybody. I mean, glorious, glorious to watch. But I would doubt very much that that would happen. Um, mm. But yeah, that's the state of play of things now. For audio listeners, Nick's camera is uh, threatening to fall. No, no, no. I was doing something else. I was adjusting my 360 live vision camera, which yeah, is also kind of, up here. It's kind of in the frame now, just a corner of it. Oh, it's it is frame. too. Yeah, look at that. It is too. I just noticed it. Look. Uh, uh, hey. Memories. Okay. And, and chat, this is the thing. The 3 million is breakup fees. Uh, 3 billion. If the 18th it's comes walk away goes, fee. It's walk it's, away fee. It's not. It's not like Microsoft have to pay it if they've made an agreement with Activision that, hey, actually, it's going to be two more weeks. No worries. Activision stand to make more money if the deal goes through than just getting $3 billion in breakup fees. The breakup fees is there as an insurance policy that after 18 months of hell, if nothing happens, they still get a little summit summit, you know? So mm. it's not like it's immediately paid out on the 18th or as soon as it ticks into the 19th. That's not quite how this works to my understanding. Um but yeah, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks, right? But nutshell, this is very likely looking mm -hmm. to close, at least right now. We'll certainly know more on Monday. But yeah, when do you think the uh, Xbox Activision round table is going to be with all of the oh, CEOs? And oh yeah, these 50 games are now on Game Pass for you to enjoy for free. You know, go have fun with the subscription. Did when you see you how the, the servers got updated on all the old COD games? Yes, so they're all, all working the servers now. got updated and fixed and stuff on all the old cod games apparently there's still a bunch of hackers in there oh yeah no they just actually work to get you in the game but then you you it's still a wild west yeah but is it is it so bad that your xbox can still get destroyed by it probably no hopefully you that, can still probably get banned from at. it yeah okay hopefully that is looked at um but yeah there you go. I, I think. I mean, I, I own all the old CODs digitally anyway. I own a lot of them, but not loads. The old um, ones. Like, I've got Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops, Black Ops 2. Like, I've got a bunch of those 360 I, ones. I fell off already. the COD train from, like, World at War. God, that game pissed me off. Uh, I, I think I had Modern Warfare, the first, COD 4, and COD 4 2. <laughs> Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare 3 is ridiculously and underrated. And that was the last one I bought. Yeah, that, I, that was the last one I had bought for a long, long time. Modern Warfare 3, very underrated Call of Duty game. And then I got a free code for Advanced Warfare, which was an unbelievable campaign. Such a good campaign, Advanced Warfare. If you have not played Advanced Warfare, I know Kevin Spacey's in it. And Kit Harrington. You eventually get to kill him, so it's worth it. You do get to kill him. Um, if you have not played Advanced Warfare, it is in my top three COD campaigns to this day. Mm -hmm. Incredible campaign. Um, but it, it's funny. Advanced Warfare is like amazing campaign, worst multiplayer in the series. And it was really fun it's to just... play multiplayer, but it was the worst spawning ever 
It was not so just the linear. worst spawning. The maps weren't built for yeah. that traversal. They mm-hmm. weren't designed for that traversal. They were just designed for normal COD gameplay, forgetting mm-hmm. that they put Titanfall-like traversal in there, and it's just they weren't designed for it. So you spawn, and someone just jumps over your head and goes, bang, you're dead. And you're just like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, what's happening right now? It is just the worst. Um, three hours, by the way. Three hour notice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yes, Advanced Warfare, if you haven't played it, played it. Then I bought, what was that other war one? World War Two. I bought World War Two. Um, that was okay. And then it's generic. The modern, then the modern warfare's twenty nineteen man. Modern warfare twenty nineteen. It's a good game. Oh, I loved the last okay. one as well. But yeah, yeah, modern warfare two was good, but modern warfare twenty nineteen man that like. That house level, that clear clearing house level, where you're just up the stairs. Yes. Oh, I could just play a whole COD game in levels like that. Just There is a, I can't remember what it's called on PC. A friend of mine was playing it when we were landing. Um, it's on Steam, but it is a super, super realistic Changes every time. Go in, secure the building. You know, there's night versions of it. There's daytime hostage clearing, and it is like you've got to know how many bullets are in your clip. If you kill a civilian, you're fucked. If you break the glass, they'll hear you. All that kind of thing. There'll be traps randomly set. Um, it's a lot. It's much more serious. I cannot remember what it's called for the life of me. Might be ready or not. Yeah, I think it is. Travesty. Thank you. Ready or not is the one. Um, yeah, looks cool. Looks very, very Here's cool. a good poll question. Here's a good poll question. So it's it's looking like it's going to close now. Home stretch. Um, how long before Diablo comes to Game Pass? <laughs> I think it'll be in the first batch that hit straight Diablo away. Four. If mm. if it closes if it closes before the end of July, it will be in Diablo Four. Will be in Game Pass by the end of August. That's what I reckon. I For reckon sure. they'll get it on the Game Pass quick smart. Yeah. Quick smart. I reckon. That'd be... Because I didn't buy Diablo. I was waiting for it to come to Game Pass. So <laughs> I was just... That's, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Fair. Good question. Um, yeah. That's that's about where we are. So whilst, we, whilst that poll comes through, I like it. Jesse's put it in Q3s. And Q4s and August. Um, I think that's about it for the news. I don't think there's mm-hmm. too much else to cover off. Um, yeah. I think that's which it. I'm glad for because I'm tired. So <laughs> this would be a really fun, uh, fun name again. Yeah, this should be a fun name again. This is going to be an interesting one to try I and get. I gave you guys the code. This oh, time. It's it? just going to be a ticker, not a whole scoreboard. No. Okay. That's. All right, I am going to, everyone, turn your volume down. <laughs> this is very loud, and I cannot make it lo- not louder. So five, This is going to be four, really loud. Three, yeah, sorry. two, turn your volume down.
Why? Huh. It's the name of game. As if anyone's Mike, not deaf, Mike, you can still hear me. Mike camera full on just went oof as soon as that video played. <laughs> Camera just went down straight away. Wow. Oh god, that's funny. Oh, it's name a game. So, uh, chat. You know what name a game is? Um, we're we're playing for patrons, and patrons can win a game code, which yeah. is always lovely. Nick, you're playing for. I'm playing for Slurpy Beckerman. <laughs> I love that name. I'm playing for Vap Adventure. Um, <laughs> And Jesse, as the uh, quiz master, what's the uh, theme of this week's name again? So this was based on last week's show when we were going to talk about Banjo. It is 3D platformers better than Banjo-Kazooie 1 and 2. Okay. So we're basically not playing name again? I had so many games I could have chosen from. So they're better than Super Mario Galaxy, which is a 3D platformer, and you've just publicly declared that Banjo 1 and 2 are better. Banjo, Banjo is much better than Mario sixty four, like infinitely better than yeah. Mario sixty four. Mario sixty four is so much that better. One. Sorry, but Mario yeah. sixty four holds up fucking atrociously. <laughs> like Mario yeah. sixty four, you try and play that now, that game's horrific. <laughs> like it's yeah. bad. It's, but all right, like I get why it was beloved back then, but man, we'll see. That's okay. Like molasses covered. Get into this quick so right John now. doesn't fall asleep. That's true. Number one. Okay. It is Where's a... the music? Boop, oh, yeah, you're right. Hold on. Boop, 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 boop. I knew someone was missing. All right. Number one. And you guys can just see it. It just pops up for you now. Okay. I don't have to type it out. Oh, does it? Crazy hyphen oh, yeah, nothings two. Crazy hyphen nothings too. Is this a compound word? So it's one word? Yes, that's why there's a hyphen. Crazy hyphen. So, so it's one nothings. it's one word two, but you've done it as a Yeah, it's a one word and then the number two. Crazy. One compound word, the number two. Crazy nothing. And it's a 3D platformer. Yep. I need my buzzing code. 3D platformer used loosely this week. <sighs> Crazy, Crazy nothing too. Ah, no one in chat's got it. That's my chat broke. Well, Crazy nothings. Crazy. There we go. Kevin got it. Crazy nothings. Sequel that took, God, well over a decade. Oh, there we go. Sick Mechanico. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, Psychonauts 2. Correct. Oh, That's really good. Like, Psychonauts. Nought. Zero. Psychonauts. And I was we got stumped. this. Another £50 <laughs> from top. What is going on? It's like our community why is steroids he, at the moment. Why is he doing that? Because, because he can. Because he's a ledge. Because I told, well, I sent him a thank you because you know these, the um, the Patreon stuff, the YouTube stuff, like that is the reason why I was able to put so much money down to try and still have internet. So, spent like seventy bucks for this. Like this was seventy bucks to update to um, unlimited to be able to do this on my phone, and then seven hundred and fifty bucks for the hotspot. So yeah, it all. We can't update the score banner. 
Yeah. No, you have to. I'm. I know. I have to hide. You it. You have to create it. another one. No, you, you got to hide it. Hide it and edit yeah, it. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh. I know it sucks. I hate it, but it's the only thing. Drainer.com. Yeah. But thank you very Next. much, Top. Ledge. Did I not get Psychonauts? Oh, man, I, I, I only got it because of Clue. Because obviously they did the documentary, right? And the fig campaign for it and all that yeah. stuff. God damn. That was such a really good Clue as well. Like, so crazy nothing, Psychonauts. Yeah, crazy nothing, Psychonauts. All right. Fuck. Next one is four words, all distinct. They are... Spurt place transmit hereafter. What spurt? What are oh, you yeah, spurt? Yeah. For a second there, I'm like spurt. I'm like yeah, spurt. Okay, as soon as I said the word out loud. Spurt place transmit hereafter. This spurt. is a very literal translation of these words. I like that I can look at the feed now, like there, mm -hmm. and just look at the streamyard feed. That's good. Yeah, spurt place. Spurt place hereafter. transmit hereafter. In the whole 3D platformer thing, don't think of games that are just like Banjo and Mario. It's it's third-person perspective, a lot of jumping, that type of stuff. Like spurt games that aren't super place. combat focused, you know. Oh no, I did not put the name of the game on one of these, and now I don't remember what it is. <laughs> oh, it's not this one. It's another one. So I guess we're all getting it. Oh, no. You, so, oh, so this one you know. This one I know. It's in one later on. I'm looking at it. It's like, oh, shit. I copied the, the name from the one above it. Spurt place transmit hereafter. Man, I, I do not know. No, no, no. Hold on. Is it is the it really last... popular? It's a cult classic. Place. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say in my head, I ha the the game I had immediately in my head was a cult classic. Spurt, spurt. Hey, Brit, Brit's on the right track. Spurt. Place. God, I can't remember this one. God, I'm gonna have to leave it for last and see if someone can guess it, <laughs> and I'll be like, Yeah, yes, you want to leave it in for comedy and see if, see if yeah, you get at the it. very end. No, 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 spurt. Two people Place. in chat have gotten it. No, no, no. Oh, it's very late. I might have to start up the timer. Oh, no. Wait. No one lives forever. That's not a... No, that's not... That perfect. would be a first-person shooter. Yeah, that's a shooter, isn't it? Because in my head, I'm like, hereafter forever. No one lives forever. Uh, can we have a... If you can uh, figure console? out hereafter... Is it modern? Is this... Is this... This game has been on a couple of consoles. If I say them, it's going to be really it obvious. Down. It's been on a console that then had essentially a spiritual successor from a different company. Nick. Jet Set Radio Future? Oh, Correct. <laughs> that was a pretty good hint. <laughs> the, clue, the clue, yeah, yeah, the clue. God damn. <laughs> Transmit That's a solid clue. Fuck. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Squirt place, jet set. Yeah. Jet, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, tied at one. Let me get that banner back up. 
The next one is... Console that's a spiritual successor to the Dreamcast. I'm like, okay, yeah. so that's Jet Set. Well, I didn't say Dreamcast. <laughs> I went to different... say Jet Set Radio. I'm like, wait, hereafter. Yeah, future. <laughs> All right. Next one is Wreck 2. Rind hits behind. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh... Rind's going to be really Shit. hard to get. Rind is know. not going to make much Oh, sense. I know what this is. Yep. Uh, ah. Shit, shit. Ah! Fuck, what was oh, the villain's God. name? <laughs> Fuck! Rind is not oh. a good hint at his name. It's a very specific thing, reason for it, though. I've got every other word. I've got I've the got third game, so I can't I can't grab my PlayStation disc and check the name. Me. I've got the third game. Oh, what's the uh, stupid name? Stupid lab coat man. Oh, this is driving me nuts. I know it. I know it. I just need that name. I know it as well. I know it as well. You want me to I give you his the... first name? Because yeah, it's not uh, the part that's in the title. Yeah, I know. Star of the Matrix. Character, not the actor. Neo. Jesus Christ, it's not that hard to I know it's Neo. I'm just trying not to say it out loud. Nick's looking really dumb. I know what the game is. I've got the third game right here, but this isn't the third game. It's the second game. John. Crash 2. Yeah. Cortex strikes back. Oh, Neo Cortex. Cortex. Yeah, That's so Cortex clue. is like... Rind is... it's. I know there, there's no easy way to say cortex, but it's like the rind of the brain. There, there's. I looked it up. I promise you, it's true. Isn't cortex an eye thing? No, it's, it's neocortex the cortex is a brain thing. Yeah, brain thing. Oh, like what am I thinking of with the eye? Korea, cornea, cornea. Oh, uh, maybe. I had God, the I can't... core part. Oh, I doubled it up. Okay, I do know what this one is. I just wrote the same one twice for some reason. Because I've got Crash Three, and I was like, oh wait. If I got Crash 2 as well, and I was going to go grab it and look at the name, <laughs> I knew it was Crash. <laughs> All right. Next one with John up, two to one, going for the win, is Defeats Substandard Coat Morning. Uh, defeats. Calling this one a platformer probably doesn't work right. But I've never actually played it. So it's more a shooter. From what I remember. But it's a genre-bending game. Defeats. This is a game where as soon as I hear the name, I'm going to be like, holy shit, how did I not get that, isn't it? No one in chat's got it. But I don't know what the delay no, is. No, no, no. Like, I've just... I, it's a... It's a instinct i get that this is going to be one of those games where i should know it and when i find out what it is i'm going to be annoyed with myself i'm doing a thing with the first i'm trying word. to get defeats as soon as i get defeat i reckon so i'll first, get the rest the first word is not a direct synonym but it's more the the feeling of what that word sounds like oh. but uh bledsoe got it yeah, he got a Brit. Coat morning. I thought it was a pretty coat. clever one. 
substandard. Below average. Coat. I get five more. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on coat. I'm trying to think of a game that's got a thing for coat in it. Coat, jacket. Coat's yeah, also that's not what a I had in my head. I'm like, jacket. Don't go direct translation on coat. Oh, fucking hell. Yep. Or like coat, like an animal's coat. <sighs> I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start up the 10 second timer. What's su substandard? Substandard. Low average. Substandard. Poor. 10 second timer started. Seven. Six. Three. Two. I'm out. I don't know. Conquer's bad for a day. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Conquer, defeat. Yeah. To be defeated is to be conquered. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I was so close with coat as well. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah. Oh, well, coat, coat I thought jacket. Yeah. If I had just said fur, I would. Have, if I'd have realized Oops. fur, wrong button. All right, right, the next one's one of the dumbest I've ever done. Okay. For the tie for Nick or the win for John, it is. Fantastic mother hyphen Brazilian hyphen cities safari. Hold on, hold on. How many words? The game. Three. <laughs> mother Brazilian cities. Safari. Oh. Oh shit. It's oh. really basic. Mother Brazilian city. I know. Um. Oh my god. One the third word. The third word. The third word. Uh, Nick. I can't believe I almost didn't fucking get this. It's Super Mario Odyssey. Ah! How did I not... How did I almost not get this? I'm like, Safari, hey, Safari. Okay. I'm sitting there going, Super Mario Adventure. I'm like, there's no Super oh, Mario oh, Adventure. Oh. What am I... Mother, Ma, Brazilian, Rio. Rio. Brazilian City, Rio, Rio yeah. Super I knew Mario. it was Super Mario, and I'm like, Safari. I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like, Super Mario Adventure? Super Mario? Like, I'm like, yes. Wow. Man, I would have been so annoyed with myself if I didn't get that one. That's why I was like, John, <laughs> please get it. It would be so funny. If I would have been so annoyed with myself yeah. if I didn't get that one. I'm thinking, Safari, Safari. That was the word that was getting me. All right. The next one. For the win for either of you, as you are. The buzzer. Let me fix the, the ticker. I know, I gotta fix the ticker as well. It's a whole bunch. Boop, 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 boop. That is Excellent Fortunate's Quest. Nick. Super Lucky Style. Correct. Cool, that was so fast. That was so fast. <laughs> that might be the well fastest one we've ever done. <laughs> That was borderline instant. Just bang. Super lucky's tail. Thought John had a chance. Oh, 3D platformers. Right, it's Primate unlikely. Primate Oh, shit. Primate. Primate. Eskew. What's that game? Sick. 
Ape Escape. He beat Correct. me to it. Ape Escape. Fuck. Damn it. Almost had it, John. Ah, uh, no. All right. Got one more that's a bit obscure. I was in another screen, otherwise I would have got that one faster. <clears throat> Ultimate hyphen top demon. Two words. Ultimate, Ultimate or uniform? uniform? Ultimate or oh, uniform? Sorry, I read it wrong. Yeah, uniform hyphen top demon. Okay. So is uniform top one word? One word, yeah. Uniform top demon. Clear the buzzer. I did. Oh, I'd say both no. buzzed. I did press it. It didn't do anything. Oh. This is not a big game. Uniform, uniform top demon. Uniform. If anyone top. in chat would get this. Uniform top. Shirt. Shirt devil. <laughs> Polo devil. I'm getting Discord messages. Who's messaging me? Oh. Ah, so this is a place in it. So the first word is also used as the name of a place in America that was named after a place in the UK. A very famous place in the America. If you like The Sopranos. I don't, even, I don't even watch The Sopranos. It, My wife it, watches The Sopranos. Is it Jersey Devil? Correct. I don't what even game know what is that? Is. What game is that? What <laughs> game is that? It. Jersey Devil. It is a video game. Never even heard of it. All right, that, well, not my no fault. Idea what that is. Games. Chat all got it. Wow. Yeah. All right, and I got one more. And it is guitar and mouth hyphen instrument. Crazy and fasteners. Far oh, better what? than Banjo Kazooie 1 and 2. Infinitely better. Clear the buzzer, 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 clear the buzzer. He has, he has. Banjo, Kazooie, Nuts, and Bolts. And Bolts. Correct. Because when you said better better than Banjo, Kazooie, I'm like, isn't that Banjo, Kazooie, guitar and mouth instrument? Mm-hmm. It was a funny one for the end. You were basically telling me it wasn't Banjo, Kazooie when it was Banjo, Kazooie. Yeah, it's a it's a much You've better game won. than one and two. You've already won. It's yeah, a but much still, better I would have said Banjo Kazooie, but then you're like, it's not Banjo Kazooie. I'm like, oh wait, no, that I said like games better than one and two. I didn't say three. Oh, I said whatever, one and two. Man. It's not even a technicality; it's just you being dumb. All right, well that's uh, name a game. <laughs> on that on that note, uh, that was name a game. Uh, congratulations, Slurpy Beckerman. Slurpy Beckerman. Please reach out to Jesse on the Xbox Hero forums uh, or the Xbox Hero Discord. Yeah, if you're on the discord.gg forward slash Xbox Hero. Uh, the Discord. Over 500 members now. 600, I think, maybe, isn't it? Over? Mm-hmm. It's going pretty wow. crazy. No, there's no there's no Xbox Illuminati in there, but still. Put well, me back in that channel Xbox right Illuminati. now, Nick. <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing it up. <sighs> well, we did uh, Community questions? But first, 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 we need to thank our patrons, John. That's right. All right. All right. Sorry. I was reading Kevin Baldwin in the chat saying, me, me, me. And I was like, are you Slurpy Beckerman in my head? I was I was getting confused. But hey, there you go. Um, if you are Slurpy, reach out to Jesse. 
Yes, you're right, Nick. Uh, community questions is a, a long-standing and uh, a traditional perk offered to all of our Patreon members who get access to the super secret uh, Patreon lounge in the Discord, along with our YouTube members, as well as the Patreon lounge on the Xbox Era forums, where every week a community questions thread goes up and they get to annoy us with overlong paragraphs of ridiculous word count. Uh, if you want to be a Patreon and do that, uh, you can join patreon.com forward slash Xbox era for the privilege. Um, go for it. It's cool merch. T-shirts cool this, this month as well. It's tiny squishy. Tiny squishy is the T-shirt for this quarter. Tiny squishy. I want one of those. Yes, I, don't I know. I wish I could subscribe to my own. I still need to get a what's going on one. I still uh, don't have well, oh, yeah, yeah. That's been this donkey. That's still on the store. Um, yeah. It's also worth mentioning uh, Xbox era has a store now for digital codes and running all the way through to the end of july you can get five percent off so head to store.xboxera.com and use code all caps xbox era for five percent off lucky you anyway community questions community questions quite a few okay community questions let's not dilly dally it's uh it's half two in one hi them g not much of a question, but a statement and a sigh of <clears> relief <throat> and excitement. Yes, my third favorite game, Overwatch, is saved. And finally, it's over. Thanks to Judge Corley for having a son working for MS, <laughs> which is a non-gaming division. And now those studios and the EBK can help MS with new phenomenal exclusives and such. And Nick, if Seagate's next, then I hope they do buy it since that's what you wanted. But whoa, yeah, bring it on, sucker. This is my kind of shit. P.S. Let's say if a Republican defeats Biden in 2024, whether it's DeSantis or Trump, do you gents think they will pick a person who will lead FTC that isn't Lena Khan, who's okays the acquisition and meters? Your gents take? I don't know what that uh, last sentence means. Uh, it's American politics, of which I will not comment on or get. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, no, he'd get an incredibly... If it was a Republican president it would be an un unbelievably pro business person Can, capitalism pro yeah, yeah 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 like yeah if 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 the republicans would probably put someone in charge of the ftc that just lets microsoft buy everything i wonder if i can probably let me see <laughs> it just lets microsoft buy everyone um okay there you go what's Bam. what's what i'm showing the oh, questions right. so people can read them genius oh i could have done that because i'm the one scrolling through them that's fine i'll scroll Okay, next. Jesse Brother. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Not that I normally do this, but based on the issues I've dealt with this year with my health, I'm actually quite happy to let everyone know that tomorrow is my birthday. This was a week ago, though. July 9th. 46 years old and just happy to still be here. Okay, that's all I got. Carry on my way with son. Oh, no, DMC. Happy birthday, birthday, Jesse Brother. That's a good song. Carry on my way with son. 45. I have to. I have to put it out there. We're getting old. You Forty-six. Wow, he's even older than me. Uh, okay. God, there's a lot of not a questions here. Okay. Yeah. Good old by. Collingwood. Yes. Good old Collingwood. Uh, see the new Bluey episodes came out. Uh, I, the last one there's... I saw was cricket. No, there's new episodes. <gasps> uh, okay. Good old Collingwood. 
and very good old Collingwood, as good old Collingwood would know, because we are now outright top on the ladder, one game and percentage clear of our next rival who we play next Saturday night to lock ourselves into top spot. Good weekend, John, Nick and Jesse, and welcome back, Thomas, who is now no longer here. Given the events of the last couple of days, I decided to shake up my question this week. Now that it's all but concluded, if you made a game of the Microsoft ABK acquisition, what kind of game would it be? Would it be a point-and-click adventure like Monkey Island, a Diablo-esque dungeon crawler, a first-person shooter like Doom or Halo, or a Sony specialty third-person over-the-shoulder sad dad walking simulator? Good old Collingwood. Uh, it's Telltale. Telltale game. Hmm. Yeah, that would work. I'd go for an Ace Attorney clone. Objection! Like, so ridiculous. Yeah, some form of visual but, novel like the... Um, yeah, a Telltale AI game, you can still have a court case. Mm-hmm. You, can st- you can still have a court case in a in a Telltale game. Yeah, you I'd could. go one of those. And then you pick options, saying, option one, you're full of shit. Option two, well, I'm not sure I can agree. Option three, why the fuck are you protecting the market leader? And then all the options go from there. <laughs> That's what I would do. Uh, did you guys say what you'd do? Yeah. I was visual yeah. novel and he was Ace Attorney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ace Attorney. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Omen. Hi, all. So we all know how games like Breath of the Wild was so revolutionary to the games industry that many games took some of the mechanics from Breath of the Wild and put it in other games, like climbing. I'd like to think climbing was in games before Breath this, of the Wild. The... the, weird, the... In unbelievably annoying low stamina climbing. I tell you, yeah. a game that does climbing brilliantly is Jusant, which was uh, on the showcase. Uh, there's a demo on Steam. So good. That's how you do a, a climbing mechanic with stamina. That's how you do it. Really, really good. Like not irritating. You're actually in decent shape. You don't constantly fall down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can, you can to relax your hand and get your stamina back. You kind of secure yourself and kind of. Okay, and then you carry on yeah. climbing. It's, it's yeah, like, really smart. You've got all your stuff keeping you up, so you can just take a little breather while you're climbing most of the time. It's really nice. Oh, okay. That's good. It's really good. It's great. It was really good. But the question is... Uh, the same could be said about games mimicking Dark Souls slash Elden Ring. The question yeah. is this. Do you think that there will be any mechanics in Starfield that will be so cool that other developers will try to imitate? No. <sighs> They're more no. just their scope and their systems like being so dense. And that's a really hard thing to match. Like you can't just say, okay, well, we'll throw 800 people at this thing to make it as unbelievably simulation heavy as Bethesda Game Studios do. Like they are in a very, very specific spot of how they make things where they they don't have a hook. They just have 10,000 small hooks that all works so well in concert that it ends up becoming this big ass one hook. You can't avoid, you can't copy. Yeah. I agree. I don't think there's going to be anything, you know, I think their scanning is pretty unique. I'm joking. It was in no van sky first. I've seen articles games. on that as well. Oh, it looks the same. Okay. I similarities. Yeah. John, if what, if what Gary is saying in chat right now is real, we should be very mad, but I also think it might just be a Discord thing. <laughs> yeah, is he? <laughs> is he indeed? <laughs> I would be very mad. 
and oh, jealous. I mean, really jealous. interesting. Wow, well, there you go. So if it's uh, so you can you can fake your Discord and what you're playing, but um, you can't fake your Xbox and what you're playing. Can't so. fake your Xbox. No, and we, you can check that. Well, no, if you're playing a game that isn't allowed to be seen to be played, it won't show up. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, anorexic. Now we already got the first part of anorexic's question with when Thomas was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second part, and now the proposal. Twitter is a great place for creatives to showcase their work, like Thomas has. But there's been a lack of evolution on that platform. With Twitter showing its cracks, I've checked out every other platform, but they all seem to be cookie cutter copycats. So I propose the next venture for the Xbox era media empire, Excite Era. The social media platform that combines the best of OnlyFans, ooh, now I'm interested, uh, Discord, Twitch chat, with full native integration of all major platforms from YouTube and Spotify so that creatives can easily share their work as embedded elements. A place where profile pages are an information-rich showcase. Features for creatives that extend well to entertainment, sports, and news media. Excitera represents the future of social media. Are you excited? <laughs> you know, you know, anorexic. You know what it sounds like you're describing? That that sounds very Windows Phone-esque to me. Very Windows Phone-esque. Best operating like, system for a phone ever. And the way Windows Phone handled contacts were integrated Skype and integrated oh. Twitter and integrated Facebook. And oh, man, that that's so exactly good. how Windows Phone was. As long as you linked them all to the contact, <laughs> it blended all of it in and that's very windows phone wow faisal faisal and top have put in over 200 plus that's a lot that's That's a lot of cash thanks guys incredible work i mean i won't i won't see a cent of it but thanks anyway um (laughs) yeah that's that's very Windows Phone, what Anorexic is describing there. And I reckon it could work as a social media platform. I reckon that could work. So you create an account on Excite Era, link your Spotify, link your Twitter, link your YouTube, link your Discord, link all of it, and this just creates one big feed of it. It's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. bad. I'll get to work. <laughs> and you release it on Windows Phone. To give it some weaponry against iOS and Android, right? People keep uh, donating, and then hopefully it takes off like uh, day one and four. Jar have. Mm. I sent some shade. I sent some little shade. No there. sadness, because they're both so good. I know. I'm still. I updated my Exo Primal thing right into day one right away. I'm still. I Another we'll super chat. We'll oh, get over okay. the hump. Oh my god. To, ah to celebrate that Nick isn't getting any of it. Here's another. <laughs> oh man. Thank you, Basil. Good question. Thanks. Can Thanks I at least get a can I at least get a boom for this? Yeah, it's just 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 let me know. You're, you, you I know you. When we said get a green screen, oh I need three hundred dollars for a fucking green screen. I wanted a no, good you, green screen. I ended up Bro. with a sheet. I grabbed the sheet. Bro, I know. I linked the thirty-five dollar like one that would have worked perfect. <laughs> I want to get good stuff. I know. I agree. Need more cowbell. Bam. Butterball eight. Need more cowbell. 
<laughs> Cowboil. I had to chew and gum in my mouth. Sounds like you said cowboil. Be, you know, but, you know, it's fine. You just pick holes. It's fine. Very... Need more cowboil. Oh, hey, look, it's me. Oh, Jesse Norris. Uh, okay. We'll be back. Mm. Abe. Hello, all. I hope you're doing well. This week, my question is about the Xbox Zero podcast. Is it? It's very relevant. How do you guys find the time to organize and put together a show? How do you find the topics for each week? I imagine your schedules are quite full with Mm -hmm. day-to-day tasks, yet you manage to squeeze in the podcast every week. All in all, I appreciate everything you guys do to put together the show, and I enjoy listening every week. Keep up the great work. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. It's it's just finding the time. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard for different reasons for each of us. I think I think for Nick, he's got to get up very early on on a weekend. You know, the the Lord's Day, so to speak, and and yeah, you know, ignore his kids and family for three four hours when everyone's up and doing everything. So he's got to yeah. annoy his wife by dumping the kids on her completely. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go talk video games for four hours, right? It also means you and, can't go too crazy on a Saturday night. Jesse, that's been... right. Like my Saturday nights are quite limited. I can't just go out and stay out late on a Saturday night because I've got to be up early for this. And Jesse's probably easiest in that it's it's in the early evening ish, and you can it's probably still go six out. P- it's literally six p.m. and it goes until about ten p.m. and I yeah, start so working on of... it around four p.m. So it kind no, of eats my entire your Saturday up. night. Yeah, I don't have and Saturdays yeah. anymore. For me, it's not it's not the the worst, but I can't, I can't go out and watch a movie or anything like that because they'll go past eleven p.m. and I've got to be back here. And obviously, well, you could I still go to a movie at like seven, <sighs> mate. <laughs> Modern movie, two and a half hours long. You get there at seven, it starts at half seven because of all the ads. It's half eight, half nine, ten. Okay, maybe so go at six. Eight. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, have your not- dinner at five. Catch your movie at six, and you're back. <laughs> I had every sympathy for your situation. I'm just saying, for all of us, there are different perks. Mother's Day is always on a Sunday morning. Father's yeah. Day is always on a Sunday morning. Mate, I'm not there I'm for sorry. any I, of I them. Think I, I think I win. Like my kids, I don't, they don't care that I go to bed at three a.m. on a Saturday. They don't give a shit. They're up at six, and they want me to be up too. And that's that's a hard life. <laughs> for me, yeah, when I we, try and organise guests. All the guests are American or British, which means I'm trying to organize communication yeah. with these people at weird times. Difficult. The um Difficult. the actual finding of topics and stuff is literally just because we pay attention to video games so much and like this is interesting. We have a yeah, Google we'll... Doc now we go through and just, you know, have a rundown basically of the show. Nothing too fancy. Yeah. It's it's you know, because we because we're so entrenched into this community, finding stuff to talk about isn't a isn't a problem. You, how many times have you heard this will be a short week this week because there's no news and we'll still find stuff to, to rabbit yeah. about for two, we, three We hours. had shorter shows when we were bi-weekly, yeah. when we were fortnightly. Crazy, we had shorter it? shows. We had like an hour and hour and a half shows back then and it was every two weeks. Now we're weekly and we go for four hours. And it's it's shooting the shit with friends, so just it's yeah. fun. It makes that's, no that's sense. That's the cool part about it is it is kind of like just sitting down, like almost like you're at a pub. You just happen to be putting on a show, but we got the community in the chat, everyone hanging out. It's it's always fun. It's always a good time. Now, I don't know about you guys. There are times, particularly if I've had a really long work week where I'm like, 
by 11, I'm like, uh, I have to really fire myself up <laughs> to get in the mood, so to speak. And some days I'm like, uh, but yeah. Oh, I'm the same on a Saturday night. There are Saturday nights where I'm just looking forward to hitting bed and think, oh, yes, I'm not working tomorrow. I could just sleep in on a Sunday morning. Nope. That's not an option. Like when we had to have last week off, I'm not going to lie, man. It's glorious. Like, this I is nice. It. <laughs> I was I like, this it. is pretty nice. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I was like, this is this sleeping, this sleeping in on a Sunday morning thing is all right. This next one's real long. Okay. Start it up. Yeah, I know. Azuizu. This really this is, is a pretty shit, shit post. post. Feel feel <laughs> okay. Next. Okay. Yeah, sure. Next time. Let's scroll it on down <laughs> to the next one. Hello, John, Dick, and Jesse. Hope you're all well, having a swell time wherever you dwell. Since you guys seem to have seem to be having a lot of clout with the devs, I wouldn't go that far. I thought I'd try my luck and pitch this amazing idea for a game. And yes, there is a market for this. Trust me, bro. Now that I have your attention, hopefully, here we go. You are a dashing new entrant and have just taken over an ailing company. What does your company sell? Souls. Not people's legs. Legs are a pain in the ass to preserve correctly. Instead, we sell soles, like the ones used for making flip-flops. You mean thongs. Since the game is set in the pre-industrial era, we will be shipping them in cans. So yes, you sell canned soles. Canned soles for short. Now it is your job to grow this company, crush your competition, and eventually take over the world. This is a strategy simulation game, as you might have guessed. You need to make decisions on how to source your souls, composition of the souls, who to sell them to, exclusivity deals, fight an errant government, and also your competition. You will need to differentiate yourself to be successful. Example, maybe you can make eco-friendly earth souls called Terra, and maybe you can make flip-flops thongs made of this new material called Terraflops. <laughs> to make the game more exciting, the outcome of your decisions will be decided by complete random chance dice rolls. There will be a bunch of amazing, smart, rational, intellectual people sitting in the trees who will throw birds at you with notes attached to it to let you know what you should have done after each outcome. Always in hindsight, of course, it would be too easy for the players otherwise. I have no, I'm just saying words now. I have no idea what's going on. We're getting a we lot of allegories. Different, we can have different competitors like a radio entertainment company called Haystation or an old slow prehistoric company called Rexbox that sells windows, or maybe even a toy company called Nine Ten Doe. There is so much we can more we can do. The post is already long, so I'll just make one final pledge for this game. Maybe the boy fans and girl fans are misunderstood. Maybe all they truly want is to have a game they can enjoy, where they can crush the company they want, doing the activity they claim to be doing, gaming, and show off how to manage billion-dollar businesses. If this can keep them busy and off Twitter, we are really doing a service to humanity here. <laughs> oh boy. He wants to make a simulator John's for muted. console warring. John's muted. Yeah, he wants a console yeah. warring simulator to keep people off of social media. I'm in. Yes. I'd make I like it. it. It's a good That's idea. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have our cool. approval, but we don't have any funding. Yeah. Sorry. And I don't know who would develop it. Ask Anorexic. Ask Thomas. Or Thomas, yeah, I was about to say Thomas Marla, Thomas Sala. Uh, Hugh. Yeah, Hugh. Howdy, all. Fingers crossed, by the time this goes live, the FTC appeal will have been rejected. 
and Microsoft will be set for closure on Monday. P.S. That Lena Khan grilling at Congress was embarrassing. At what point she was told she couldn't use the title of counsel as her bar status was delinquent. That's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. That was funny. Yeah, no, that's, that was pretty funny. Uh, what do you think? Does she need to actually technically have that license to do that specific role, though? Who knows? To be FTC I chair? Don't, I don't think so, but it's just it was just a thing to you know go at her over. So. Yeah. What do you think this deal will look like for UK gamers post Monday while the CMA investigation is still ongoing? Also, if it does close on Monday, will you be doing any extra shows? No, it's my work day. I can't. Yeah, Jesse and I lastly, can do if need be. Yeah, yeah. I can lastly, just keep an eye on and I'll always toss up something on StreamYard if we have to. Uh, lastly, what type of first-party studios do you think Xbox still need to effectively compete with Sony and Nintendo post the ABK closure? I still see most people say Japanese studios, but how many do Sony actually have? Personally, I still think those big cinematic types and pop culture games, uh, although Crash Spyro would help Minecraft with this family side, I still think they need to be more become a more realistic choice for younger families. Cough, Sega. I think those types of games will move the needle significantly more than any Japanese studio will, in my opinion. Xbox doesn't necessarily need to copy either PS or Nintendo, but I do feel they need to start offering more of these types of games going forward, especially in order to appeal to more people and compete with the market. Their lineup is very FPS RPG heavy. All the best, Hugh. It's not that Sony doesn't have a Japanese studio outside of, uh, what are they called? The one that makes... Astro they renamed cool. the studio. Yeah, the studio that makes Astro. They basically Japanese studio. Now they're called yeah. Team Asobi or something. Yeah. They're, it's not that they have Japanese studios, but they have a lot of Japanese exclusives. And the only way for Microsoft to really combat that in an effective way is to buy a Japanese publisher, Sega, would be perfect. Because then they'd have all of Atlas's stuff, they'd have whatever else Sega does. And then by having Sega and Atlas, it then makes it harder for the others to skip. That's why I they agree. need a Japanese publisher. Yeah, I agree. We yeah. got four more. On to the next one. Yeah. Oh, there's an entire discussion to be had there, even for the ABK stuff and making all of that exclusive. Yeah. Next time. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Cap Coog. Hello, gentlemen. I hope everyone is having some champagne to celebrate. Let's give some props to Xbox and Microsoft for actually getting in the trenches and fighting this one out. They easily could have walked away when shit got hard, but it's nice to finally see the entirety of Microsoft actually give a shit about games. Oh, and the money they can make in the market. Do you think Yikes Imbara will become the head of Activision Blizzard and Rod Ferguson becomes the head of Blizzard? Uh, these are my day one moves if I'm Microsoft. A round of drinks on me after I get that 95 per share baby. Cheers, boys. Cheers. I suspect, I suspect that once it's all official, Yikes will leave. I don't know. He seems to be happy about it on Twitter right now. If he's made the boss of it, if he's if he takes Bobby's spot and becomes the man under Phil running ABK, then he will probably stay. Yeah, it's it's his dream job. He's always been such a huge Blizzard fan. Like I don't think he yeah. wants if, to if, leave it. I'm just saying, if he becomes the head of ABK, if he becomes the new Bobby that happens to mm -hmm. be under Phil, he will yeah. probably stay. If he's not given that role, he'll be like. Ciao for now. See you later.
Yeah, Agreed. Mate. I don't know. I, I, I don't, again, they're running Activision Blizzard King as an oh, integrated, limited integrated company. So I don't think they'll be calling shots like that. That is up to however Activision want to run once Bobby presumably takes his golden parachute and gets the hell out of Dodge. 400 yeah. plus million from this transaction. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Ugh. Capitalism. Okay. Last DO one. game. Last Hi, one. Everyone. What do you think ABK's presence at E3 will look like? And what will they call the Xbox showcase next year? Provided, you know, fucking UK. Let's get this done, boys. Like, seriously, yeah. at this point, like, so if my dream comes true and they get Sega as well, you wouldn't even call it anything. You'd just do a deal and say, we're E3. <laughs> yeah, fair. It's Xbox, Bethesda, ABK, Sega. Look, we're E3. Well, I mean, You'll in Activision, I don't, like Blizzard's already putting their stuff on e on Xbox shows the last couple of years. They've got BlizzCon coming back in November. Activision does their Call of Duty stuff in like July. Mm -hmm. it, I think it just means that whenever... Activision or Blizzard have anything that's not Call of Duty, it's just on the E3 show. And then Blizzard's got mm. their their own big thing that's coming back now. So it just means like as someone who's in this platform, you might get developer directs and ID at Xboxes early in the year. Then you get the huge stuff at E3, you get QuakeCon, you get Gamescom, you get Tokyo Game Show, you get BlizzCon you get the game awards like the, there's mm. all these things already in place to just have non-stop hits from june on like it just never ends yeah they i just they are e3 they become big enough to just literally be e3 and be their own thing I mean, and have a dedicated week like so sunday xbox monday bethesda tuesday Activision, Wednesday, Blizzard, Thursday, Sega. Like, they could just take Friday, think, ID at Xbox. Like, they could just go and no, have I an think, entire E3 week. I think they'll do... I think if they're smart, they'll... Once they have the cadence of release schedules and everything sorted out, they will probably do one to two events a year, and they will just make it all about constantly all about what you're playing in the next six months. Boom, boom, boom. And they were just, you know, every, from theoretically every year now, you can have one or two of those kinds of shows from Microsoft in theory, if they hit their cadence correctly as they want it to be. <sighs> like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like, I will be interested. Like be when bad. they've got their own things, do they say PlayStation? If they're showing COD at their own E3 show, will they just say PlayStation? Like, why not? Like, you can play Game One and Game Pass on Xbox on on Xbox and PC. Yeah, it's maybe. available on PlayStation and Switch. Like, I think they're in they're in a, they're going to be in a weird position we're not used to where it won't really matter to them. Like for that, yeah, it's our game, it's our marketing. But yeah, you can play it here too. You like you you can give us seventy bucks over on PlayStation if you want. Go right ahead. Awesome. That's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. I, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm still somewhat hoping for an XO at some point this year, but I don't think we're going to get one somehow. 
uh, but I could be wrong. But hey, Phil look, really games, wants in-person stuff. Yeah, and Gamescom. Mm. Gamescom is end of August, right? Um, that will the deal have closed by then? Will we be hearing from Microsoft? They know that we know they're there. They're having a presence on the show floor. They, I think Greenberg tweeted out, we're working on a show for Gamescom. So I'm very keen to see what that's going to be. I will be there, which is really, really cool. Um, if I can get some exclusive conversations and interviews mm. and stuff, I will. If we can have them. more, um, what if we get more and more podcasts like this where people keep donating money and then I can go too. I'll, I'll be your I'll, I'll be your cameraman. Can you but not Nick. That would be like getting Nick to, to Germany. Holy shit! Would that be expensive? Yeah, I Nick, would love you to. Need to, you need to, need to move. <laughs> Everyone needs to move. What, what, I'm in what the if, best country. What, Why would I move? I know. Mm. We we need to we need to get like three central hub offices. We we need our own. You guys are better off. If anything, you two are better off moving here. I don't disagree. But then we'd all be asleep if anything. when all the news kicks off, and then we would be in real dire, dire straits. Yeah, but we could do the podcast in a room together and have a stage and everything. Mm. And then all this money goes towards like a kind of funny style. Yeah, oh, get one of those giants. And have you seen studio. the Da Vinci, um, like the whole desks you can get with all the friggin' no- oh my god, yeah. Fun. And then when Jesse pisses me off. I'm in arm's reach, and I just go. I'm a lot bigger. I'm much straight out. Yeah, I'm six I'm foot like one. Fucking, I'm like fucking buff. I'm, <laughs> I don't go to the gym for nothing. I would I pick up your leg, and I would just go. <laughs> no way. Oh man, arm wrestles whenever you two meet in IRL. Mm. Um, but they could, they could literally, even without Sega, they could just space it out half hour shows and do an E3 week. So. Xbox dedicated Xbox first party show for your obsidians and your uh, compulsions and all that. Then the next day is Activision, not Blizzard, just Activision. So Call of Duty, Toys, you know, Crash, Spyros, Tony Hawks, whatever else they own. It take a while for him to scale up to actually be doing stuff like that, though. Yeah. And then Blizzard has a dedicated show: Diablo, StarCraft, Overwatch. Blah 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 blah. Next day, ID at Xbox show. Next day, uh, global publishing and whatever they're up to with those partnerships. Like you could, they could have a, a oh, at Bethesda, they could have a literal week to themselves of half hour, just small half hour shows every day. Something, something for everyone to look forward to. Bang, 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 bang. They could, they could just become an E three on their own. In the meantime, they do also have a lot of very spread out stuff too. Is good. Hmm. Cool. It's gonna be a good time. That's it. That's that's everything. We didn't. We almost got the four hours. Oh, fuck! And now I have to figure out how do I how do we end this? I think I have the right idea how to do it. Make sure we don't pop back up after this video. Yeah, but we say chat. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for watching. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for the crazy super chats. Top Faisal. Yeah. Um insanity this evening as always we love it we love you guys we'll be back next week as per usual till then stay safe play games have fun check out xboxero.com for all of the latest in gaming news and that's it ciao for now